can't say too loud because they might actually think that I'm saying something to him. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. Oh. Has that been there? Those boxes? That box? Yeah. Not those ones, that one. Those two? No, those. There's two of them. What are those? Those. Oh, I also didn't notice those. You're not very perceptive. No. I noticed this one. Aren't you impressed? Okay. At least got that one. Well, you should. It took it was two hundred and two spikes that I screwed into it. Well, all two hundred and two spikes. Well, two. And I did the light bulbs, and that's a twelve. So, like basically four hundred things into that. And I watched my dad install. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. My dad did it for me. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I love that 212 plus 20 is 400. It's not making it better. We've got a new spike ball above us. I'm going to, every once in a while, I'm just going to pull one of these out and just... Stab me. I'll be like like dozing off during one of your stories and be like, oh my God. <laughs> well, I was worried. I mean, it's always going to be underneath this table, but if somebody comes at this thing the wrong way... Is this going to fuck them up? That's what I wanted to tell Thomas at the dinner table when I first installed it, because I was like, don't say it around the girls, otherwise they're going to be afraid. <laughs> You're going to lose an eye if you get too close. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it, though. I think it's pretty. I think it... it definitely needs a dimmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, it needs one of those, like, ew, 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 ew. You, you know what I'm talking Like, sound effect. I don't have to give, use word for that, you know? Just, woo Well... Because that's that's double. That's more than one thing. It's either a dimmer switch or um, running up and down the street. Uh, Take a guess. Zany hospital sequence. Got it. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Zany. 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 Um, I was listening to this girl talk about you sound kind of quiet turn you up it must be because you lost hello (laughs) (laughs) i can hear myself now (laughs) i (laughs) still too loud that's bad i was (laughs) i was talking or listening to this podcast this girl was talking about something and how this book is supposed to make you root for the bad guy. And she was like, oh, now we're just waiting for um, Billy Zane to win Kate Winslet's heart in the Titanic. <laughs> the person who was an asshole to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many stories out there nowadays that are just like, let the let the bad guy win. Like, do we want... I mean, the Joker, the, the, that new Joker movie that came out with the... What's his name? Quentin Phoenix or something jo- like that. Joaquin. 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 Jock. Jockin. Jackie. Jackin. Jackin. Jackin Phoenix. That's a good. Uh, that's a good porn star name. Jackin Phoenix. Drag King. Drag King. There you go. And but it's still spelled Joaquin Phoenix. But you. It's, his name is Jackin Jack Phoenix. And, yeah. Jack and Phoenix. Jack. F- Phoenix. 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 <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it was, that was a whole story about the uh, Joker being a. Oh, he's just misunderstood. No, he kills people. Literally, he, he, people dead. 
they did. Di- they, they did. Died. They did. Not even died. They did. They do be. They do be dead. They do be dead. They do be dead. Yeah. Um, what's going on here? Has it not recorded? Oh, no. We had some good good one-liners. Oh, Zany one-liner. Oh. Oh, yeah. There it goes. If it why is recording. it not tracking? Tracking? Snap to cursor. You ever do track and field in high school? No. <laughs> Coco. <laughs> He's crazy. He's so crazy. My Coco's crazy. He's just a tiny puppy. Oh my god, look at him. Um the other day I got in the shower and uh, No, I don't want to hear anymore. Moving on. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> uh I started to think about uh Bailey and uh how she's an older, again. yep. How she's an older puppy, and I started to cry in the shower, and I then got out of the shower to tell Alejandro that I was crying, and I continued to cry more, a lot more. Uh, so that was a. Uh, I don't think situation. you need to. I don't think you need to tell anybody what you've been crying. I think that everyone, everyone realizes. What do you mean? Everyone, there's a there's a little red light that goes off on our phones uh-huh. whenever you're crying. Yeah, everyone's like, we all get an update. Literally, like eighteen hours a day. It's like, Chris. It's called the sympathy alert. Yeah, and it like ten of those hours while I'm sleeping. I know. I just cry during my Your sleep. Dreams oh. are crazy. Are you pulling this out of my hand? Don't talk to my dog, please. He's just very happy. Um. Yeah, don't think about those things because it just it just randomly gets you, just nips you in the bud, you know. I was listening to some podcast about this one. She, it was a horror podcast. Horror? Horror podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> was it Nicole Byer again? No. No. <laughs> anyway, she's she's performing this ritual to bring back her husband and her dog. Wait, and what kind of podcast is this? You listen to witchcraft? Yeah. <laughs> Just some light witchcraft. Some light fun. witchcraft at the gym. <laughs> she, and I was thinking, I was like, mortality. My husband and dog. What if my husband and dog died? Tearing up at the gym. At the gig. At least I was in my... At the gig. At least I was in my own personal private space. You were in a public sphere. I laugh at the gym. I don't give it. Nobody's there but me. In my mind. But see, like, laughing is fine. I do that all the time. Uh, But crying. I don't... I don't... Uh, listen, that. I experience a full range of emotions, <laughs> and I'm not going to apologize. In to the about that. 30 minutes that I'm on that stair runner, I stair tread, I am I ponder uh, all of life's mysteries. <laughs> I'm going through it. <laughs> I listen to that, and then I overthink conspiracy theories. <laughs> yep. Until I think that the walls are eating eating everyone around them. They are, though. You never know. The, uh, does Kansas Kansas does it exist? We still don't Have know. you been there? It, I have not. No, I have. Exist. I did. I have been there. You work for the feds. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna do the uh, commercials today? I need to rest. Oh yeah, hold on. Yeah, you can just rest. You can just be like, I'm just, I just can't. I'm really worried that I'm not gonna have a voice tomorrow. Oh, not that I need it. What if you don't? Shut the fuck up. I can't. Scream at my kids. <laughs> hey, don't do that. Like, hey, don't do that. 
<laughs> it's not featured cauliflower. It's no. it's not mac and cheese. It's cauliflower. Eat. <laughs> it's true. I made a, a salsa chicken, uh, and instead of using rice, I used cauliflower rice. Um, and Alejandro complained. It, he didn't have a choice. He's he he didn't have a choice. It was too healthy for him. Too healthy. Too healthy. He uh, promptly decided to eat a bowl of fruits that was coated in condensed milk. Oh. He really likes condensed milk. Do you buy? Does do, you have to buy it where it's not in the can? Then, huh? You have to buy the like the squeezy one. No, he buys the one in the can. And then How he puts often it, does he go through a can? He bought a, a pack of eight. Does it go through a sitting? One in a sitting? One. In a sitting? Normally. That's a lot of condensed milk. That's a milk. lot of condensed milk. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I, I'll take my answer off the air now. Thank you. <laughs> I would say that no, that's... for a bowl of fruit, like two tablespoons would do it. No, he had put a, a thing in uh, one of my little Tupperwares. I think it was more than a thing. I think it was like one of the like tall cans of them. Because he buys it like the little little cans. They're not like a full thing. Yeah. They're like the, the little, but that's still a lot. Um, I don't think they come, well, nor most people don't buy them in larger than the like, it's not a half size, but it's like a three quarter size. It's like size a double can. of that. Yeah, a three quarter size can. But his are like the small, like smaller than that. They're like, they're little, half cans. Yeah, half cans. Half of the normal size condensed milk cans, yes. Um, but I think he had bought one of like the normal size condensed milk cans and poured that in one of my uh, like Tupperware. And he took that Tupperware and like took this this much fruit. It was not very much, and just like poured half that in there. I was like, "That is so much sugar!" Like cocoa. <laughs> and I just I and he was like, "I was trying to pour it so you didn't see." I was like, "So." It doesn't mean that you're not eating it. Exactly. So if I didn't see it, that means you're not eating it? Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. I don't know. He also does not like putting sugar – no, does not like putting stevia in his coffee and only put sugar in his coffee. And he claims he can tell the difference. So the other day I tested him and was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't have sugar. Uh, I only put stevia. And he had taken a couple. So he's like, oh, yeah, I could tell. I'm like, I put fucking regular sugar in your coffee. I put brown sugar in it. No, I, I, I had regular white sugar, and I used that in his coffee you just to him a test fucking him. Fucking faker. He's a, he's a fucking faker. What a fucking faker. So I'm like, you need to start having stevie in your coffee instead of like just regular sugar. He's a phony. Exactly. You know what doesn't have sugar? Baked bones. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna try. To, I was gonna see how long you would go. I, I don't know if it has sugar or not. Anyways, uh, a recent poll shows that uh, Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you're a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs? Oh, uh... my God. 
Makebone has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and their dogs, and Bakebones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out Bakebones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Excuse me. Bakebones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now using code promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. That's just what your voice sounds like right now. What? <laughs> Bakebones is LGBTQ-owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Ew. Houston? Houston, Texas. Why did I say it like an accent? Uh, Bakebones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. Oh, if you need your dog bones ASAP or you want to uh, support a small local business, you can pop on down to Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or off of South Congress Street in Austin. Bake bones. Don't you fucking come for me. About what? You said, uh, I forgot already. <laughs> I said your voice sounds like that normally. No. Mm. No. Mm, mm, no. Uh, well, we're on, well, I, I don't actually know anymore. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're far. Uh, it claims that we're on episode 130, according to my notes. I don't uh, know how. I think this is 132. Oh. So we're close. Eh, makes sense. I don't know how I got 130, but whatever. Cheers to 130 or 132. <laughs> Somewhere in that range. Happy I love it. Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, because last week was 131. Mm-hmm. Or 130. Mm-hmm. So this is technically 131. Happy Hanukkah as well. Um, I went to a customer, and they had a menorah proudly displayed, which is good. Uh, and I was just like, do I say happy Hanukkah? <laughs> hey, do you guys have any... Um... Matzo balls but, in the in uh, the fridge. Because I was like, I don't, I don't know. Should I do? This? I so I just said happy holidays. <laughs> just like a blanket statement. I told we I took the girls to the doctor yesterday, and uh, when we were leaving, I said, "I'll say happy holidays to everyone." And they said, "Happy holiday! Wait, Merry Christmas!" And I was like, dunno. Uh, happy holidays. Granted, everyone in there probably celebrates Christmas. Absolutely. And I was like, what if they celebrate Hanukkah? And Raina was like, oh yeah. That's why we say happy holidays. I told Jazz, uh, some people don't believe in Jesus. And she was like, oh, what? <laughs> You'd be like, Chris? Doesn't no believe Jesus. in anything. No Jesus, no nothing. <laughs> he believes in this uh, person called, oh gosh, what is it, Lucifer? L- have you heard of him? Satan? <laughs> Hello? Satan? Are you here? <laughs> Every day he says, today, Satan. <laughs> I mean, I say that, but there's typically like... You don't say the not. I don't, I, sometimes. I don't. Today. I, I wake up, I literally like lean up with a, a gusto and just go, today, Satan. <laughs> Bright teeth. <laughs> So I know that a Bianca Del Rio is out there somewhere saying, not today, Satan. And I'm saying, yes, today, Satan. 
Let's do it. Let's go. That's going to be my tagline uh, when I'm on Drag Race. And be like, today, Satan. Today, Satan. <laughs> Today's the day, Satan. <laughs> Tonight's the night. And Bianca will read me for filth on Twitter and say, used phrase. And she's going to say in all caps or something like that. <gasps> she's here with us now. She's here. Came right up through the floorboard. See, that's the good thing about having a raise up bungalow style house is you've got you're not touching you're not touching Satan's ground. So you guys are closer to heaven. We are closer to heaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The higher the house, closer to Jesus. Yeah. Is that the phrase? I think so. I think. Um. (laughs) Should we talk about spooky things? Sure. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I would like to go first in case I lose my voice oh, okay. throughout this. Oh, so dramatic. Okay. Hey, if you would just shut the fuck up, <laughs> we'll get through this podcast just just fine. Oh. Just fine. Am I going to shut the fuck up, though? No. 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 Listeners, he did not shut Listen, the fuck up. Ooh. I'm ill today. It's because he got his booster. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> no. You know when I started feeling badly? Having my, uh, a tickle. After Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving Day. On Thanksgiving Day? I was Day. doing too much laughing. Oh. Stupid laughing. You were laughing at people? Yeah. You were laughing at fake jokes on you, Thanksgiving. You and your idiotic sense of humor. <laughs> That's what you sounded like on Thanksgiving. It was all fake. Fake, fake, fake. No, my fake laugh is... <laughs> <laughs> See, my real life is uh, real laugh is like that. <laughs> and we're like, ah, that's funny. That's definitely my fake, fake laugh. <laughs> I I would perform my real laugh for everyone right now, but I just can't. It'd break the microphones if you if no, anyone heard your real my, laugh. Oh, precious vocal cords oh. that are on there. They're they're just <laughs> hanging together by a rubber band. They're on, is this like Adele's before her surgery? I know. Mm. I'm Adele. Yeah, before her her vocal surgery but after you know after she she had her glow up the glow up yeah i'm proud of her before the surgery also all the the headlines out there that are like she can still sing even though she lost weight i'm like girl shut the fuck up that means nothing that's all you lose weight you still sing and you got you can sing (laughs) you can do it (laughs) stupid best singers in the world my 600 pound life yes that's actually a topic that came up in conversation in one of my uh, uh, group chats, one of my Pokemon group chats. Uh, one of the people there is a firefighter, and apparently one of the people on My 600-Pound Life lives here in Houston or up in spring. Oh, yeah. And he says he goes to his house often. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not great. Well, because the doctor from the My 600-Pound Life lives in Houston. Does he? Oh, okay. Then that makes sense. So yeah. they're all here. Mm-hmm. Just vibing. Just are they vibing though They're some vibrating. of them have full holes in their stomach i know yeah anyways <laughs> let's not talk about that so we're back on tier, <laughs> tier three. Oh yes conspiracy theories we're mm-hmm. back we had a we had a collaboration uh last week with our uh sister podcast and it was let's at our ta- our let's talk our let's talk about gay stuff podcast <laughs> our let's talk about spooky stuff podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupid gay stuff podcast. Um, in which we talked about the the Gooches. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen the movie yet? No, I have no. No, I have another. I um, I have children, so I can't really do a whole. You don't lot take them with you. Time. 
I feel like it's a good movie for them. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I should I take them. It's like a, a good <laughs> cultural experience. Be like, Ooh, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lady Gaga is not Lady Gaga right now. She's Patricia. Patricia. Ver- Reggiani. <laughs> okay. And that accent is Fake. real. Oh, real. Real. 100%. Pure love. <laughs> so, um, we're back to our conspiracy uh-huh. theory, mm-hmm. Iceberg. Mm-hmm. Um, because I am enjoying it. I have... I'm in love with it. It's good. It's it's it freaking me out. I love it. I saw a video on Twitter. Let me see if I can find it. On the tweeters? On the tweeters. It's uh, freaky, and it relates to this, and it scared me. Um, so, I have to sh- naturally show you. Um, Naturally. I Is liked... it the Gasify robot making no. um, that robot from that one weird uh, singing thing? She Yasified her. And no. It's good. But there is a robot that. You mean robot? Robot that. Uh, su- Come on. I thought it wasn't that long ago. Did it get deleted? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's right here. Um, Right here. Should I pause? No, just watch this. She looks nice. Does she? Watch her admire uh, the hands that are in front of her. She starts to become sentient, and I don't like that at all. I don't think she's becoming sentient. She's engineered to do this. This is a program. Do you think so? Yeah. I don't know. I do. It was freaky enough for me to be like, no, shut it down. I don't like this. I don't need uh, real facial. I mean, I mean, she had all the face facial like movements and structures of like a real human. Uh, no, that's not true. She's got more than me. That's Alan. More facial uh, movements than you do. But then, as soon as she started looking at her hands and stuff like, or their hands, uh, them's hands, them's hands. Uh, them, their, them's theirs hands. Them's theirs hands. Uh, we're not laughing at people's pronouns. It's just funny. <laughs> you said Houston earlier. Yeah, I just said people that. talk like that. Yes, them's uh, theirs hands. <laughs> but then the smile at the end really just gets me. Like... <laughs> it's creepy. Anyways, like, shut it down. Yeah, it's a it's a video of a robot that has uh, all the the facial muscles, uh, and by that I mean robotics to make the human facial muscle muscles that recognizes their own that is programmed to recognize their own hand and start looking at it as if they're recognizing that they are a creature and it's a scary enough for me to be like no i mean no. maria the robot makes faces but there was also the story of that one robot that was supposed to be sentient that that made it that joke about uh killing all of humanity and everyone was like no shut it down hmm. did it, it's part of this thread, actually, because uh, I was reading it. Uh, what was their name? Oh, no, it's gone. It got it got viral. I lost it. I lost it. It's all gone. Do you want to move into the woods? I want to move into, like, the Rockies. Like, so far in the woods that, like, no one will know I'm out there. And I want to live by just candlelight and like firelight, like the 1800s again, because I I don't I don't need electric grid out there. Um, I don't have a microwave. I still don't have a microwave after a month and a half of living in my house. 
Uh, I've learned to just cook things on the stove now, rewarm things on the stove. So I feel like I can learn to do things on the fire instead uh, quite easily. Um, food. I miss the internet. Food from HEB might be a problem. But yes, the the internet. I don't, I don't hate the idea of being on the grid internet-wise. I feel like that's the way they'd get you. Though. That's valid. The robots will still find me out there. I mean, everything else. The, the main concern is the internet. It's valid. They're going to find me out there. Yeah. I just love Twitter too much. I know. <laughs> is there a way that I can be on Twitter, but from a VPN that's in Europe, so they think that I'm in a different place? The robot is the VPN. <laughs> anyway. I don't understand your question. <laughs> Sacred Geometry. Oh, so oh, we're still at level three, though. We yeah. have not even advanced. Oh, there's I, nine I levels. Yes. yes, this is tier three, the point of no return. Some of this knowledge will make you appear and act like a lunatic to normal people. But it's only the beginning. If you're still here, you may want to study and research more following your path. Sacred, sacred geometry. Um, the idea that there are certain shapes and patterns in geometry that relate to the creation of the universe and that and God. They're saying that God is a shape. Um, and the meaning of life, life, once we figure it out, that it will be explained as a shape. But if God is supposed to be all things, why do you only equivocate him to just shapes? Well, triangles were supposed to be God, yeah? It was supposed to be like the, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. The well, spike. they're saying that anything in the universe can be explained with math. So the ultimate question is a math problem. Fibonacci sequence. Have you ever heard about that one? Mm -mm. Fibonacci sequence is the, uh, it's actually kind of crazy that it's like, um, it's like a multiplication of certain, no, it's not even multiplication. It's like certain numbers that are in a sequence that like, as they grow larger and also like bend, they create a shell. And so all like shelled organisms follow this Fibonacci sequence. So like snails and like Nautilus from the beginning of time, like, they all follow the Fibonacci sequence as they grow larger and the shell grows larger. Math is the language of the universe. It, I mean, it technically is, yeah. Everything could be explained in numbers. They could be, if you make a random theory. <laughs> Anyways, sacred geometry. Well, you ever think about, like, moles? You remember moles from chemistry? 6.22 times 10 to the positive 23... Like, it's a giant-ass number. That was too much math for me. Yeah. I, I don't understand moles. But uh, if you had moles, one mole of rice would cover the state of Texas in six feet of rice. That's how much mole is. Mm. It's a lot of mole, isn't it? Are you sure it's not mole? Mole. <laughs> it could be. It could be. In different countries, it could be mole. Hmm. <laughs> So if you I cover onto something if here. you cover the inside of entire state of Texas in six point two two times ten to the negative to the positive twenty three in mole, how deep would we be in mole? <laughs> I don't even know if I like mole, but that's a lot of mole. It's a lot of dark chocolate. Let's do it. Um, the Black Pope prophecy um, is a supposed <clears throat> prophecy from the nineteen or fifteen nineties. Uh, that alluded to the knowledge of every future pope in existence, all the way up to the final pope that brings the fall of Rome. And they were all wrong. <laughs> um, but what if they were? Ooh. 
<laughs> Wait, so they predicted the Pope's names or what? Yeah. Um, and like what they were famous for. And they got every one of them right until 1590 when they wrote it. And then everyone after that, they got it wrong. So the year <laughs> they wrote it, it was all wrong after that. But they, they're stating like, what if in an alternate reality, um, these are what the Popes were supposed to be. So then we all have false popes, and they're all supposed to be... We, we branched off from that universe. Great. Well, Catholics are rolling good, I, good for them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, DMT beings. So while you're high on DMT... What's DMT? Like a drug? Oh, you've never heard of this. I've never heard so of DMT. So DMT is a, parent, is a drug that people can take. But it also is um, when people are dying, like they're about to die it's um a chemical in your body that releases um and you that's why all the euphoric response mm, yeah, okay. you people have near death experiences is release of dmt and they like meet all of their family members and yeah they see the world and they see the future yeah in my study abroad trip there we we uh had a guy that said that he got bit by a black mamba or a jungle mamba and um he said that it, you go through different like responses. Your whole life flashes through. He your hit eyes. a euphoric response, and he was like, "I just saw like so many different things, and like they were able to get into the hospital in time and revive him." But he was like, "I saw like a lot of different things." So he probably got DMT, I guess. So the DMT beings are um, so several individuals have hallucinations of tall, thin, elf-like people that mill about in their visions, known as clockwork elves, and these elves watch over the user while they're high. So they're the like, I mean, this, time people. I guess this goes in line of, I mean, that we live in, in a, a dimension, world, yeah. But if there's a fourth dimension, and the fourth dimension is time, uh-huh. and these are like the keepers of the time dimension, and while you're on DMT, you can experience the fourth dimension. Okay, okay. It's just a I'm into it. <laughs> good for them i don't believe it but i'm not taking dmt yeah i i mean some of the strongest things that i plan to take in my lifetime is maybe ecstasy ecstasy molly um that's about it mushrooms maybe if i'm feeling like real funky i've done both of those okay bad or good i would say the mushrooms are fun yeah the my brother liked mushrooms didn't do anything Mm. for me People tell me that Molly is also just like, you just want to touch everything. I was like, yeah. Ecstasy or so. Molly? You said Molly? Ecstasy. 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 I mean, they're the Ecstasy. same thing, but Are they? Molly is more potent. Ecstasy um, is cut with other things. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, but the mushrooms were fun. My brother enjoyed mushrooms, but he also said it was one of those things like, you had to take it on a good, uh, good, good mental health day and also not eating food because they make your stomach turn is what he told me i just remember i was obsessed with the way the things looked because everything was like that's what he said fast yeah like he said trails oh so he said everything was different colors so like him and his friend walked outside and saw that like the clouds were like he said it looked like a mario world where like the clouds were like almost like pixelated and they were like perfectly like a different color than the sky and the sky was like purple and the, the clouds were pink and he that that's how he, he described it i did it at night Okay. Well, so he, there was no... There was no, no outside clouds. Yeah. Um, so there's that. There's uh, missing children in the forest. 
We've talked about that. Yeah. Uh, it, it gave a specified, well, the video, the guy that I'm, is helping me go on this journey to help you go on this journey. <laughs> We're pushing you on this journey instead. Um, he's was like citing a specific instance of like these, these eight people that went missing and they were attributed to this serial killer. And then they caught the serial killer, put him in jail. And then these kids in this fort still were walking into this forest and disappearing. Um, but it's basically that hundreds of children go missing in for hundreds of people go missing in forests around the world and they're never seen or heard from again. Even no bodies. Yeah. No bodies, no evidence, nothing. And where do they go? But Obviously see, you trip staircase. and fall and hurt your leg in a forest and no one ever comes to find you. You get covered up so quickly. Like, yeah. Animals, especially if, yeah, whatever. animals can eat your body. Uh, especially if you're not in like, if you're off the beaten path in any way, shape or form, no one's going to come find you. Like no one's walking that way. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not surprised by that at all. But maybe they go up the staircases. They could go up the staircases. They could take it. The staircases are forever. I, I still, the day that I find one of the staircases, I'm going up one immediately. You're going to go to a different reality. You're going, take me to a different, to aliens, take me to a different reality. I want to go away. I'm gone. What if the reality that you go to is worse? Okay, I stand on the top of the stairs for... Look over and then go back I'll, down. I'll stand up to the top of the, the 15th stair. Like, there's the 16th one right there. I won't step onto it. I'll just, like, look, see what's going on. Wait there for a little bit. Walk right on, and maybe 300 years will pass. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no idea. You go up the stairs, 15th step, look over. It's a world, but everyone looks like Kirby. You going? How much are they sucking? <laughs> A lot. Oh, a lot. lot. <laughs> you see that? But <laughs> All sucking balls. Sucking balls. They're just sucking people. Okay, so if Kirby sucking ate... Sucking balls and balls. So if, if Kirby ate you, what ability would he take I from you? I saw that. Um, uh, it's a Twitter trend. <laughs> what would it be? Uh, famously handsome. Oh, boy. Amazing sense of humor. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh, there's too many to choose from. You oh, first. Oh, boy. Okay, so I'll go with a uh, massive amount of depression, anxiety, uh, oh, low yeah, self-esteem. <laughs> These are all Twitter things. I'm sorry. I'm just taking from Twitter. Crazy neuroticism. Yes. Uh, for me, personally, I think it would be a uh, uh, a overwhelming amount of homosexuality <laughs> and uh, just absolute sociopathic level of just i can cut someone off immediately and he that's a that's a, an ability that's that's a skill a sociopathic level of just like you really are a sociopath i think i am you are psychotic i yeah sick uh, and i'm deranged. here psychotic and sociopathic is a different things but that's fine yeah. well you're both <laughs> well, you you kind of take on. So Kirby would uh, swallow me, uh, in all jokes aside, and uh, he. Go, does everyone hate me? Does everyone hate me? Why do all my? That's a conspiracy theory. That's uh, I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The idea that all your friends are just pretending to like you. Oh no, that's not a theory. <laughs> no but like for real it's like one of the things like 
No, it's just it's off, off the podcast. Not Maybe now. I don't. I don't think that I have that same mental pattern because I'm like, who can hate me? <laughs> That's the confidence. That's a good confidence to have. But like randomly, yes. No, strangers, you, yes. The correct. People that I'm close correct. to, I would yeah. be like, no one. They would. They would never hate me. No, I agree. Cause like I, I, I'm the same way. Where it's like it's not like all the time, but like every once in a while, like I'll think about a stranger, like in her, like my freaking like yard neighbor that I have with me. He came oh, to I our. Don't give a shit about any of these people. No, like this is the person I share the same drive driveway with. Uh, he came up and delivered a package to me the other day, and I walked out and I like because Alejandro saw him coming, and I like walked out. And I didn't have a shirt on, and I was like. It was awkward. So he was like, oh, is this the package you were looking for? Because I was looking for a package while I was in Puerto Rico. And uh, I was like, oh, no, this wasn't it, but blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, because uh, 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 I was shirtless, obviously. And I was like, uh, thank you for and this package. He was package. just accosted by you in your <laughs> hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, like, uh. And how this like conversation conversation with a, a straight person like I don't know how this works. And then the other day, and by that I mean yesterday, I walked out of my house at the same time that he was walking into his car because like my house is the back of the driveway, so I can just like see front like directly forward to the driveway, and his car is right there. So he's like getting into his car, and he sees me coming out the front door, and I he just like he just waves at me, and I was like, "Bye, have a good day." You're the gayest, stupidest person this has ever been. (laughs) Honey, don't forget your lunchbox. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, literally every single time I talk to this man, it's just like an awkward conversation. (laughs) Or not even a conversation, just an awkward interaction with him. And I don't understand why it's so awkward every single time. And it wasn't even like a, it was like a, he got in the car and was like, bye, see you. And I was like, Bye. Have a good day. <laughs> there was a pause in between my bye and have a good day. And I was like, I think God you, damn it. I think you need to double down on this. <laughs> I don't need to. I think you need to start gardening outside wearing an apron and a big floppy hat <laughs> and gloves. Yeah. And every time he comes out, you pick up. Whatever. And say, oh, I brought you some azaleas. <laughs> I have some things that I just got from Home Depot that I planted, but I've no, got some for It's you. just a bag of grass clippings. <laughs> oh, your azaleas for the front yard. I need to double down on this. Yes, for sure. But it, it, it's just like the awkward interaction. Like, this is too much for me. Too much. I wonder if he thinks like, I'm the awkward guy. He is awkward, kind of, though. The conversation we first had when I met him was just, like, he... I caught him off guard, because I, like, I was like, oh, I live here now. And he was like, oh, oh, oh. Like, he didn't know what to say. Like, oh, like, thank you What's for coming. Morgan. Um, <sighs> gay. Yeah. No, he's not gay. He has had... Women? Women at his house. <gasps> oh, they're all his sister? <laughs> Maybe he's white, so maybe. Well, his name is Morgan. I guess that you didn't have to tell me. Yeah, uh, but he uh, he he was awkward. Are they pretty? The women that come over? Yeah, he's not ugly. <laughs> he's uh, 
not you don't vomit when you look at him. No, I think he's kind of cute. He's got a good body too. So, uh, well, and by different. that I mean uh, what? Having a good body and being cute. He's not like it. Uh, well, I haven't seen his full body. Alejandro did because uh, his uh, laundry room faces us, and Alejandro was walking Bailey at one point out in the the yard, and he saw uh, Morgan through his laundry room that was just getting clothes out of his so dryer. Now both voyeurs. Apparently. Wow. <laughs> now we're voyeurs. We leave our windows open. Walk around naked. Well, those aren't. That's not voyeurism. That's exhibitionism. Why can't we be both? Oh, you can. You were just not explaining to me mm. voyeurism. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever heard of thule? Thule. Thule. No. So it's a concept from early Greek times. Um, regions specified on their <clears throat> maps in a northwestern portion of the map, uh, generally England, Ireland situation. Um, always had like sea monsters or giants or dragons and things. And um, that is the basis for all of their legends for their monsters. Well, they so come from this place called Thule. I've always asked the question about dragons and sea monsters and things like that, like where they came from. We talked about it with like mermaids, but like. They come from Thule. Did these things exist at some point? That's what they think. That Thule was a continent or an island, and it has since sank. Uh-huh. And that's where all of those um, beings went with it. Extra fantastical uh, species and beings have gone. They died there. And griffins and dragons and. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, Diglaka. Bless you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> it's German for the bell. Okay. So is a conspiracy theory that entertains the notion of German super weapon research during the time of the Third Reich. I thought it was Blitzkrieg. No. Blitzkrieg was... Blitzkrieg was their their battle strategies to no. like go at them quick. But Blitzkrieg was the idea that they had lightning uh, orbs in the sky that they could just strike down their enemies. No. Yes. No. Blitzkrieg yes. is to hit them fast is what their their war strategy was. <clears throat> they also had an idea that they mm. could create lightning in the sky. Well, that's part of Diglaka. So they had um, weapons known as I didn't write any of the German names because I didn't wasn't gonna say them. Oh, I could have said them. The Wonder Rifle uh, or the Wonder Rifle. The Sun Rifle. Um, where the Germans were looking for ways to weaponize radiation and electricity into sorts of laser rifles or long-range tasers. Um, they were also looking into teleportation, um, as well as an air gun that would be able to accelerate air in a sort, sort of way that they could fire it at enemy airships and blow them out of the sky. Uh, so a hurricane. <laughs> I was thinking of... I was thinking of it. So, well, like one of those. You remember the like? That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> but on a bigger scale. Those rubber band things, like. <laughs> yeah, those things could push some air. I think it could work. I think it could work. You pull the rubber band hard enough. Knock Sputnik right out of the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Atmosphere. Did Did you know that uh, the word blimp is also dirigible? Where did I hear that? I told you this last week. 
I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, because Alejandro was, talking about was telling me that he woke me up in the middle of the night and was like freaking out about the yellow dirigibles. And I was like, what the fuck? And so the next morning I was telling him about this this story that he was telling me about something. He's like, oh, yeah, I had a, 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 a dream about, uh, like, he said dirigibles in the sky. I said, what is a dirigible? And he's like, it's a blimp. No, no. He kept saying it's it's a big thing in the sky that, like, has air in it. And I'm like, what? And so he keeps describing it. I'm like, that's a blimp. So I Google it and show it to him. He's like, yeah, dirigible. I was like, no, that's a blimp. So I Google dirigible. That's a blimp. Dirigible and blimp is apparently the same thing. No one calls it a dirigible. <laughs> he lives in the 1920s, right? Apparently. He's from the 1920s. Just put on like a little top hat and like button him up and, ah, yeah, it's a little dirigible. No, no. Alejandro is the kind of like driving cap, goggles, driving gloves. Valid. Very valid. Gloves that are just like not even not even down to his wrist. They're like right up to like just below like the thumb where it like creases there. Mm-hmm. So it's just like oh, yes. yeah. the steering wheel is too hot. And, no, you know what it's for, right? Because they didn't have windshields. So anything that would come up and hit your hands oh. or eyes. There he, that's him. And the scarf to protect the face. So bugs. Boogs. Yeah. And that's why they pe- called people Bugsy. Mm-hmm. Because their All teeth were full sense. of bugs. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Anyways. <laughs> um, I have no idea why this is on the list, but it is. Uh, so, Arnold's real height. Um, nobody really knows Arnold Schwarzenegger's real height, and he's very secretive about it. Why does it matter? I don't know. but it, Also, the fact that that's level three. Tier of cons- three. Yeah. Let me go back. Point of no return. Some of this knowledge will make you appear and act like a lunatic to normal people. But it's only the beginning. That So knowing his height or questioning his height is too much for people to deal with. People can't deal. Okay. They can't deal. Um, they say he is estimated between 5'10 and 6'2. <laughs> four inches. Those four inches could be the end of the world. Not that important. Jesus. Um, natural park closures. Why do the natural parks close? What are they doing? Well, they're closed. What's going on in there? It's just a natural park. Why are we not allowed in? Because no one's maintaining it. That, well, that's what I said. But <laughs> perhaps, they say, it's like Bigfoot season in there, and they don't want us to see the big feet. The Bigfoots? What is the plural of Bigfoot? Bigfoots? Big feet? Bigfoots? Big feets. Big feet. Big feet. Big feet. Or it, I'll, I'll accept big feats. I think it's big feats. Users, listeners, uh, co- quality assurance. Cohorts, uh, colleagues. Of Spotify, when we got none of the Spotify raps top listens, let us know. I saw something that was like Bank of America wrapped, and it was like, you're in the 0.03% of uh, accounts this year. Like, I don't think that's really a flex, but go on. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I'm curious what our Spotify rap for Spooky Podcast is. You had nine listeners this year. That's three more than last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people listened. Three people listened your whole episode for a total of 4,978 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Thank you, our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to... Uh, Marissa. Marissa. Shout out to Marissa. <laughs> Marissa and is our top listener. 
I'm going to assume somebody in Sweden. Maybe some of your family from Canada, if they still listen. Yeah. They might have gotten bored with us. Well, they need to come back for this. Barbara. Barb? I can say Barbara, and I think I got like four of your cousins. No, just <laughs> one aunt. Uh, okay. Colleen, though. Colleen, Colleen. Thank you for listening, Colleen, if you're still around. <laughs> um, so natural park closures what are they doing secret societies may be meeting in the natural parks oh at these times God. witches but it's basically i just thought if they don't have rescue crews and nobody's gonna save you if you get lost if so, you die something gets hurt and like no one's there anyway um lord 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 lake, lake baikal um is a lake in siberian russia and it's, oh, it's the... frozen right that's what we've talked about it haven't we it, I don't think it's frozen year-round. The one with all the toxic stuff and the methane no. underneath it? Oh. That's in the Urals. This oh. is Siberia. Uh, it's the deepest lake in the world at 5,300 feet deep um, and is the subject of a multitude of theories from aliens to giants to fish people. Okay. Uh, when the lake was discovered, there were several runes around the area depicting fish people exiting the lake. Um, and there are lights beneath the waves and accounts of a scientists who dove into the lake and said they enca- encountered people in silvery diving suits who swam away from them, and then three of the scientists died instantly. They also see apparitions of castles around this lake that are there for one second. You blink and they're gone. Um, and it's just a very strange place. Okay. But it's also the deepest lake in the world. Uh-huh. I feel like we talked about the existence of Lake Baikal before, or I've talked about it with someone. Perhaps. Yes. Who's your favorite Russian figure skater? Uh, Oksana Bayou. Yeah, that one. Me too. Uh, the <laughs> Dancing Plague. Oh, we talked about that too. Yeah, we've run across it a lot. It's not so much a theory as much as a phenomenon. No, uh, there's a theory behind it. There's, I mean, I thought about talking about it whenever I talked about like the raining, uh, raining blood, and like the the thunder, the lightning screams and stuff like that. Remember when I talked about all that? I remember that, but I don't remember this. I didn't talk about it. I was, I wanted to talk about that at the same time, but I felt like I talked about too many topics, so I didn't bring well, this I don't one up. Think it was a theory, like there's something that happened. Yeah. It's in France in 1518, for whatever reason, a few people in the town square started dancing, and they couldn't stop. Um, And some joined them, to which they could not stop either. It went on for two months, and a total of 400 people were afflicted, and 12 of them died. Mm -hmm. They danced themselves until they died from exhaustion. And for whatever reason, they would beg people, like, please, help me, I can't stop dancing. And people would try to help them stop, and they just couldn't. And mm-hmm. I mean, they were starving in the, in the square where people would come out and give them food and be like, sorry, sorry you're dancing. Sorry, sorry, you're dancing. Here's some food. And then they died, and then it just stopped. Yeah. Um, and so they, they, there were a bunch of theories in trying to explain the phenomenon, but it's 1518. Nobody knows. They say that it could be mass hysteria. They say that it could be... They said uh, it was like a mold situation. There's something later down on the list that kind of would help explain it. And I'll, I'll talk about it when I get there. Um, panspermia uh, is the belief that life out there does exist and it's everywhere. 
on every planet, on every rock. Um, and we just don't see it because it could be tiny, tiny, wow. tiny, 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 like microscopic, like nanoscopic. Oh, all right. Uh, what's lower than that? There's something. What's the like the upside down M and the G? Those are gamma waves, mu waves and gamma waves. No, something else. Uh, I mean, they're so below like protons and like neutrons. It's like that. There's like. Uh, I mean, it's it's, it's radiation waves, well, essentially. It living things of that size on all things. I don't think I believe. That and so I... they just fly around on asteroids, and they meet on different planets, and then they combine with other organisms, and that's how we eventually came about. That's how atoms work. <laughs> Basically, that sperm on everything. Sperm is made up of molecules of larger sizes sperm as in an organism and then it just crashes into something else they meet combine it's a slightly bigger thing i gotcha um and that's basically it no web driver web driver torso codes is a bizarre youtube channel that began in 2013 uh since they initiated they have put out videos of a red and blue block that a shift about the screen in odd patterns while a series of high-pitched beeps are played. Videos are between 10 seconds long, or about 10 seconds long. Most of them are 10 seconds. Um, and they're titled with strings of lowercase and capital letters as well as numbers. And no one knows what they're for. Uh, there are 624,775 of these videos, and they have 208,000 followers. Um, YouTube said claimed ownership of the channel and said that it is an algorithm to check check people's algorithms to see if they're working properly um but that doesn't really pan out because uh -uh. they said they shut down the project um two years ago and they just posted a video 10 days ago oh called tmpmo4gjt and nobody knows what it exactly is for and they have 600,000 videos that are all 10 seconds long. Mm -hmm. I'll show you one. That's a that's a lot of that's a lot of time. A lot of time. Yeah. Um I don't know if that's YouTube generated. I think that's a uh... Some people think that it could be a, a number station. Like a what? Oh, An... oh, oh I've talked about it. Before. Like a radio station? No, number station. It's like telling codes to secret agents oh yeah yeah i can believe that yeah i'd believe secret agent situation and especially like with the amount that mass media is involved uh in the government i could definitely think that the u.s government or any government is involved in this in some way shape or form yeah I mean, there's no known purpose. I think it's a way to communicate with other uh, agents or governments or whatever without any, like, middleman folk to understand. It's not working, though, because the people in the comments be like, two whole years for this masterpiece of a return. Uh, I remember putting on notifications for this channel as a joke. I never thought it would actually get a notification saying that it just uploaded. Return everyone has been waiting for. LOL. 
Everyone, I thought you were dead. Web driver torso. Squares can't die. <laughs> so basically, we got a bunch of stupid people that people are following it. Are memeing it. Out. Yes, exactly. They're following him like, oh, we know. Mm. No, you don't know. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, toxoplasmosis. We're back to the dancing plague. Oh. So, toxoplasmosis is a disease that results from infection of the toxoplasmo, toxoplasma gondii parasite. One of the most common parasites usually encountered. It is a very common parasite. It's usually encountered in undercooked meats, contaminated meats, and cat shit. Um, and there's not really any real side effects, except for some people may experience some flu-like symptoms. Um, and it goes away on its own. But many conspiracy conspiracy theorists believe that it's a mind-altering parasite that makes people more neurotic and anxious and worrisome. And some people take it even further to say it starts to take over people's brains. Why some people who love cats are like psychotically obsessed with cats. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that it could come into their brain to make them start dancing and never be able to stop so cats pooping in the street and they were like yep delicious i like the way it smells it is so delicious (laughs) Uh, no toxoplasmosis okay um mexican sugar dancing i just want you i just i just would like you to take a guess as what this this one is. Uh, I feel like someone in Mexico had some sugars uh, from some sugar cane and decided to start dancing. I'm just making a guess here. <sighs> I hope you're right. <laughs> uh, is the practice of using actual human bones as a dildo? Oh! Uh... Okay. <laughs> it was not not uh not ready for <laughs> not ready for that one yeah and um there are some recorded instances incidences of it um most of it is hearsay well see that was a great thing about uh like indigenous cultures is that they use the whole part of the they waste nothing they yes, use the whole part of the immigrant you know they... like they they use the bones for a dildo, uh-huh. tendons, floss, uh-huh. the um, the 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 pelvis, uh, toilet seats. I mean, there's like a lot of like it's very useful to like use the whole part of the colonizer. Like just take them out, you, you know? know. Yeah, and I'm trying to revert back to that. I'm gonna start buying the laundry tablets that are just like a little sheet of paper that uh-huh. you just throw in. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I'm gonna get pretty close. Those are just uh human skin just like from it just wash no, it oh i don't know about that but maybe no i mean, i think they are so it's fine okay so it's okay it's just like just, just okay you know mm-hmm. um oh 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 is your white claw empty here i'll i'll do it oh oh no mm-hmm. sis mm-hmm. it's not it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the tea. <clears throat> what? It, is it the tea? No, it isn't. No, oh, you also did not. You went red and silver, not red and gold. Well, see, red and silver was from our very first Christmas, Christmas oh, together. Oh, and we haven't oh. switched yet. Oh. 
but I mean, most of our ornaments are red and silver. Yeah. And I, I've taken to my, my initial uh, thought process was one ornament a year. You don't need to change the theme. Uh huh. And I had followed that until this year and I bought more ornaments this year because the girls are here now. So I got the gay ones. Yeah. The rainbows. Um, and then I got, uh, there's one on there that's a snowman head that's, you can put a picture in. That's cute. And I think I got one more. My mom did a, uh, she did the, she always, we always went out to the tree, Christmas tree farm, cut down our own tree. Oh, you uh, cut it down? We did, yeah. We had a Christmas tree farm that was out close to my grandparents' house, which is out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, and, uh, we get the Christmas tree, cut it down, all the normal things, uh, not normal things, that was normal for our family, bring it back, uh, and then my mom would put the lights up, and then we would decorate it with all of our ornaments, and every single year she would, like, for Christmas, we'd get a Christmas present of a Hallmark ornament for each kid, based on what they had done for that year in their life, which is a really cute tradition for her to do, uh, and so... We have all those over 20-something years of all of our lives. Uh, and then she gave them all to us once we had our own homes and things like that. Um, but she would also put on, like, the major main ornaments, like what you've got, like the red and silver and whatnot. With all the other ones as accent pieces as our family tree, essentially. And she puts a tree topper up there. Yeah, we got a new star this year. Oh, a nice crystal star. And you can do it in multicolor, too. But I don't like not white lights on the tree. Me neither. I like the white lights. Even with, like, the Christmas lights and, like, outside the house, I like white lights. (laughs) Well, we got the new ones out there that are the LEDs, and they're, like, blue. They are very vibrant. I I was like, there's their house. There's the gay people. It's like, we're arriving, honey. Anyways, 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 anyways. anyways. Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy holidays. Eh, all the things. Um, introspection rundown. Oh yeah, we're back in conspiracies there. <laughs> um, so what do you know about Scientology? Uh, that there are aliens inside of us that were implanted, that have lived on Earth for millions of years, lived inside of the Earth for millions of years, and that there's an alien inside of all of us that is like growing and festering our energy. Is that Lots right? of that. Okay. But do you know about their um, their practices in relation to health care? No. They don't believe in it. So no one should be healthy? No. So well, if you get no sick, you should, should go die. to a hospital. So everyone should just die when they have an infection. The church knows what to do. Which means they die. So they don't condone normal medical or therapeutic treatments. Instead, they use church-sanctioned methods. Basically, they interview them, and then they apply electric treatments. And if that doesn't work, whoops. Hey, I cut my arm, and it's bleeding, and I have gangrene. Tell us about why, when you were a kid, that you um, didn't want to play with the other kids. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so your gangrene is still there sorry <laughs> yeah um there's specific cases of people that have gone there and then like uh been scientologists gone to the hospital the church members take them out and then they come out this church or the hospitals will find them later 
much worse for wear. Yeah. In a specific case, a woman who had a car accident was taken to the hospital, then checked out by the members of her church, then discovered weeks later, dehydrated, malnourished, and covered in hundreds of cockroach bites. Uh, I didn't uh, even know cockroaches could bite. Oh, it, that means that she was decaying. <laughs> well, that, plus probably, they were like... They put her in cockroaches. Cockroaches are going to help cure you. No! Cynthia. <laughs> Brenda. Cynthia, Karen. Cynthia, I feel like, Sharon, is a really Scientology kind of C- name. Cynthia. Uh... Liana. Morgana. Mm, Rochelle. Oh, Rochelle. oh, that's a good one. Uh, what other... Oh, I'm still thinking. Uh, Marisol. Deidre. Deidre, that's a good one. Uh-huh. Okay, guys' names. You ready? Uh, what are... What? Ryan. Brad. Ryan. Kevin. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> My name. Yeah, I went to the Starbucks. The Starbucks. Star- Starbucks. The Starbucks. <laughs> I went to the Starbucks. <laughs> I went to the Starbucks uh, yesterday. You calling it the Starbucks since I love that. <laughs> I went to the Starbucks. And uh, the guy was like, hey, what do you want? And I was like, rattled The, the usual. <laughs> yeah, you know. And he was like, this is your first time. I don't know who you are. And I was like, I'm at the Starbucks. <laughs> And uh, he was like, what's your name? I said, oh, Spencer. And he was like, oh, I like that name. When I was a kid, I always wanted my name to be Spencer. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? The man's name was Ash. And I was like, we both have weird fucking names. So are you, you telling got me? a cool name. I got a cool name. And what we, do you... You wanted my name? And I was like, yeah. And then I felt awkward because I was like, yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't like my name. And I wanted to be some weird name like Steven. And he was like, ha yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we could have bonded more. And you chose to shut the conversation down, Yes, because Ash. Steven is not a weird name. But no, I didn't mean weird like that. I meant like common. <laughs> common name. <laughs> He's probably like, uh, okay. Shut up. Shut I up. don't want to have your name anymore. I no longer want to talk to you. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, we're bonding. Now we're not. Nope. That's like me and Morgan, as I talked about earlier. It, it well, you don't have a cool name like me and Morgan and Ash. Is Morgan a cool name? It's better than Chris. Oh. <laughs> the girls asked me today. They were like, what's Chris's real name? And I was like, Chris. And they were like, no. And I was like, what do you mean no? Short for Christopher. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. yeah. That's his real name, though. And they're like, <laughs> seems suspicious. Though. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure his name isn't L- Lizardry? L- Lizarder? Triquiscopquamster fur. <laughs> what would a lizard's name be? Uh, a lizard person's name. Liz. <laughs> I feel like it's just any name with. Ard at the end. Ard, Richard. <gasps> Everyone named Richard. There's Lizzie and there's Richard. <laughs> Lizzie and Richard. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. She's obviously a lizard. Named Beth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Full circle. If Elizabeth Warren was our president, she'd be a lizard person. And I would welcome that. I'd welcome that too because she would have been a badass. Anyways. Um, the USA <laughs> is an, an experiment. I agree. 
So, we, yes, I agree as well in the sense of does democracy work or not? No. Um, but, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, the, the idea behind it is who put on the experiment? Is it the Illuminati? Is it Freemasons? Is it the UK was just like, fuck it up over there? I mean, they left us to our own demise, essentially. So, um, And by that, I mean, they went to war with us and then we lost. Uh, we won. Sorry. Yeah. Barely. Is it a win? Mm. Look at us now. <laughs> look at us now. <laughs> well, look at them now. Look at everyone now. Brexit. <laughs> Who's got it together? Does anyone have it together? China. No. <laughs> no, no. <coughs> New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand's mostly got it together. They're doing their shit. They have uh they have their their liberal party and they have their conservative party, which their conservative party is basically our Democrats. liberal party currently. Um they got things. They got it figured. Human rights are. They had one gun incident, and they were like, "Guns are gone." Yeah, all of them across the country. Bye. I'll say that any island country that's not the UK and Ireland, Jamaica, and Jamaica, and anything Caribbean, <laughs> and Madagascar, Barbados, basically Iceland and New Zealand is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Japan. They 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 kind of got their shit together too. Yeah, I mean, just lo- everyone's dying. There's a lot of suicide. Old. Yeah. Oh, and that too. Um, the, <laughs> Bielefeld, if it's German, B-I-E-L-E-F-E-L-D. B-I-E-L? Yeah. Bell, say it again. B-I-E-L-E-F-E-L-D. Bielefeld, yeah. Bielefeld, psyops. Basically, another version of Finland doesn't exist. Have you ever been to Bielefeld, Germany? Do you know anyone from Bellafield, Germany? I have never heard of Bellafield, Germany. It's a, just a joke. It's like oh. a, be, Finland. Does Finland exist? Have you ever been to Finland? No. No. Have you ever seen anyone from Finland? No. Kendall has. Works for the feds. He does. I, I think it's down. And I think he, like, his brain got scrambled a little bit, and that's why he's, like, very into these. Uh, he's all over the place. He knows his conspiracy theories. He knows. I was trying to tell him something about them, and I don't think I should. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Um, online video game monitoring, uh, that the government is listening to us while we play video games. <laughs> They're going to hear a lot of terrible things. How many people they got working for the government that they could just listen to us playing video games? That's what people tell me about, like, the FBI. The, like, FBI agents are watching you, but, like, how are they watching all of our compute computers at one time? I mean, like, if there's a program out there on a computer that's, like, cycle through, let me just get, like, if I hear this word, then I'll play it for a, an agent yeah but that even doesn't work because like you look at instagram and i see people who i follow on instagram who didn't post anything actually like mean or anything like that they just had like a graffiti that said fuck in the back of their like something instagram pulls it's like you guys are attacking the wrong people here he literally did not encourage hate speech or anything like that it's just like yeah but i just feel like i mean you want to watch me sing uh uh bicycle built for two while I'm playing fucking Civilization on my computer. That's a good game, though. Civilization is a great game. Well, yeah, but yeah. so is Bicycle Built for Two. Yeah, that's... Uh, the song slaps. Uh, but also me yelling at Pokemon uh, when I don't run into the right Pokemon that I'm looking for. Uh, Screaming obscenities at games geared towards people in their early teens. Yeah. They're going to watch me For 30-year-olds, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are, are you drinking a black cherry? No, blackberry. Oh, I thought it was black cherry. I was like, oh my god, is hell freezing over? Oh wait, no. I've always loved black cherry. Is this one of the? Is this Mandela effect? <laughs> Yeah. I love black cherry. What are you talking about? Oh. I hate raspberry. That's an awful flavor. <laughs> the way if you told me, like, if you were actually drinking black cherry and you were like, no, this is, I always like black cherry. I would have lost my shit. You would have like, jumped realities for a This is a year and a half, uh, three, no, three years on this podcast almost that you have literally disdained black cherry. And you're all of a sudden like. I don't drink are black cherry and mango. That's it. What if I said oh, well, not even that? Favorites. You have drank mango before on this podcast. You have never before drank a black cherry on this podcast. Never, not like once. It. So if you were drinking black cherry right now and said, "Oh, I love black cherry," I would have walked out the store and never come back. <laughs> like we're alternate reality. I hate this. I'd have, I'm I'd done. Have, I'd have ran after you and be like, "Chris, does Cuba exist? Do you have you ever been to Finland?" <laughs> <laughs> is kansas real <laughs> <laughs> i'm a lizard person <laughs> exactly that's a very valid point that's a very valid point uh john babacombe lee <clears throat> uh, was a man convicted of murder who was sentenced to death by hanging in 1885 um, the evidence used in his conviction was his proximity in uh living near the murdered woman and having a cut on his arm. And that's basically all the evidence. So he had a cut on his arm and... Lived th- near the woman who died. Uh, okay, Murder. so why is this a conspiracy theory? So, regardless, he was convicted. And on the day of his execution, there were three attempts to hang him. All of which failed because the trapdoor would not open while he stood on it. Oh! And they tested it while he did not stand on it. And, and it, it worked. fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, only when he was standing on it, it wouldn't. Yes. And so uh, the medical examiner refused to participate because he said that uh, God does not want this man to hang. So instead, he was commuted to life imprisonment. <laughs> They're like, okay, he can't die, apparently. So God doesn't want him to, yeah. so he's got to stay. All right. Um, that's crazy. That's actually very The amount of luck of that is like one in... 40 trillion yeah exactly for it to happen multiple times too so i have to think that either god really doesn't want him to die uh-huh. or somebody he knew somebody in the justice yeah. system that was just like oh we're gonna fuck it up yeah oh you can't die yet yeah yeah but uh or he knew some sort of science and like the way that it hinged that if he stepped on like the like the back like a metal hinge part that it wouldn't actually like fall well, I'm sure they would have realized that. That's true. Yeah. After three times? I don't know. People were stupid back then, so. Sis. <laughs> um, RPG insanity training. Um, that the Yakuza is paying Nintendo to create games that incite insanity in the audience. To create violence amongst populations. So, like, they, they're doing fitness games for them to be angry? Or just, like, games that are a little bit too difficult to where, like, you can never win unless you just do something so perfectly to where people get so frustrated. Dude, that would have been back in the 90s with Mario. Still going on. <laughs> it, hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know, but yeah. That, that's a no for me. Um, this one is, so this one's for the gays. Oh, what? We're here. Mm, race mixing <laughs> and homosexuality. <laughs> Basically that you and I uh-huh. and all of our people are propagating race mixing because we won't have sex with women of our own race because we're gay. So they have to have sex with someone of a different race. So then there's race mixing. So we're becoming gay because we won't have sex with women of our own race. And we're sponsored by the government. Sponsored by Nestle. Sponsored by Joe Biden. <laughs> okay, hey, so Daddy. the government is tell is is paying us money yeah. to be gay mm. and not have sex with white women. Yeah, so that they have to have sex with other with races. Women from a uh, women of color. Yeah. So white men have to have sex with women of color. Mm-hmm. Also, the white lesbians are being paid by the government so that they don't have white babies. Nor. I'm not getting I'm not getting any money. I'm broke, honey. I'm waiting for the check, Mama. I, honestly, Joe Biden, where's your che- money? Give me that check for being gay. I need my I'm gay. Not doing, I'm not doing it anyway. What did Kendall call them on uh, Rainbow Dollars? Give me that, that Rainbow Dollars. I need that money. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything anyways. Let's go. I mean, is it, what are they? What are we getting? Just the parade? Because I get a pride we'll parade. have the parade anyway. I get a pride parade once a year. That's it. And then I can have all like little rainbow flags put in my yard that I break in it in like three hours. But honey, we get to be this fabulous, fabulous. We're just gonna walk around yes, looking yes, like yes, this. Yes. Uh, 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 uh. No, we get RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, that's where all the money's going. That's where all of our Biden bucks are going. All right our rainbow to Biden bucks. Yes. Oh uh, my gosh. I want my refund. <laughs> I do. After candy. I can't say that. After Kenny Muse last season, I want my refund. Candrice Moves. Candrice Museum. I need my uh, my RuPaul I dollars want my back. Homosexuality, homosexuality, race mis- uh-huh. mixing bucks back. I need all my doll heads, doll hairs. Um, the Oz Factor. It, he's running for New Jersey governor. Did you see that or Senate? Who? Doctor Oz. Oh yeah, not that. He's running as not a Republican. That. And was, I'm like, you're a fucking moron. I was talking to uh Thomas's mom last time she was here and she was like, Yeah, I heard Dr. Oz say something about this on the on this on about something. And I was like, Yolanda. Do not listen. Do you listen or watch Dr. Oz? And she was like, Well, I did he was on this radio show that I was listening to, and I was like, do not turn on your TV before 5 p.m. Uh-huh. Do not listen to Dr. Oz. He's, yeah, he's a moron. Hey, are you feeling really sick lately? Uh, Turmeric. My news article today was like, here's a celebrity cardiologist that is known for doing questionable solutions for uh, actual health problems. And I was like, that's your way of saying that he's not. Yeah. A viable doctor. That's me calling Dr. Phil to be like, Dr. Phil's not a real doctor. I'm having problems. Please help me. Uh-huh. Well. Tracy Mattel he- keeps doing this thing that he did on TikTok. He was like, he did a live and he was like, you guys are on TikTok calling me daddy. And every time Trixie Mattel does it, she goes, 
Y'all are on TikTok calling me daddy. Because <laughs> he sounds like that sometimes. I also sound like that sometimes. But he does sound In like that. Houston. <laughs> Houston, Texas. Shut up. <laughs> that was one time. <laughs> of many. Of many. Okay, the Oz factor. Uh-huh. So, much like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, oh. um, if you really try to disassociate with our reality, you can escape it and bounce to a different alternative reality. So if I sit here long enough just imagining that I'm not here. No, if you're like... I mean, you can put it down to like even minuscule details is what they made it seem like, that you were like, I don't like Windows so much... I don't like windows. I don't like windows. That's your like your mantra, and you repeat it in your head for years and years until where the point you switch to an alternate reality where the houses don't have windows. Huh. Or you could even just be to the point where you're like, I hate it here. I don't want to exist anymore. I don't want to exist anymore. I don't want to exist anymore. And then you don't you just exist bounce anymore. Yourself out of reality. Future. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, that doesn't... I mean, they... It, no, that doesn't exist. <laughs> no, okay. How do you know? How do you know? Okay, yeah. Uh, Shaver's writings. Uh, so there's a comic and artist named Richard Shaver, and his theory was that thousands of years ago, aliens visited Earth, and after leaving their offspring here to populate the, the planet, they flew back home. And those offspring... Offspring? Lizard people. Oh, so they started lizard people. He's the one that gave it the the term lizard people, saying that they were these alien, um, alien uh, beings, like the tweens of aliens and humans, uh-huh. lizard people in the center. Um, he's based, that's all he did really. Um. Porn control, the idea that porn is used by the government and mass media to um, make the population submissive and compliant because they're too busy watching porn to care. Uh, I don't disagree with that, but I also don't agree with that. Well, they also made it to the fact of like, if you're too busy watching porn, you won't go out and try to, to meet people or have a partner or no. start a family that's not i think there's some people out there that i are... mean I, I absolutely agree that there are some people out there that are like that but like i don't think it's a ploy by the government no. i mean i, I love porn i love doing my business but like i found a boyfriend i did my situation like he might may or may not be like my life partner but like <laughs> i did i went out and met someone i think they're thinking in points of like thinking in the 70s yeah when there was no porn yeah there was porn but it was very taboo under yeah under the radar oh i have to actually talk to people to Uh get sex now you can do it online imagine my porn in my head hey let me download grinder and be like okay who wants to have sex yeah sex is much different nowadays yeah yeah and people are saying maybe that's a government thing they're using it I don't think that the government's doing that. No. But it, it could have been something that happened in the 70s and 80s during the uh, beginning of the information age where 70s, 80s, 90s, 
and maybe early 2000s before the information age turned into the modern era uh, or like the next uh, step of the modern era. I don't know what the name of our era is now. We're in the information age. The modern age was before us. Mod- so there's modern age, atomic era, and then... No, atomic era, modern age, information era. Uh, okay. I don't remember the... It's, I learned it from civilizations. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm telling <laughs> yeah. it from you. <laughs> that's how I learned it. Um, and that's actually historically accurate. That's also what impresses me about the civiliz- civilization games. It's is so good. So good. They actually use like actual history for it. Anyways, this is not an advertisement for Civilization, but you should go buy Civilization Six, uh, because Civilization- I prefer Civ Five. Oh, well, Civilization Seven is supposed to be coming out uh, next year. And I will play it. I will absolutely play it. Not on console like a disgusting person. On the, on the PC. I bought a lot of the, the DLC on my uh, Switch, and I love it. Let me just tell you that I am PC I bought the Master weather Race. one. I bought the weather one that like has like nat- like natural disasters and stuff like that. I love it. I am full on PC Master Race. Oh, I don't know what that means. That <laughs> the PC is the ultimate. Oh, oh okay, console. gotcha. Um, Anyways. <laughs> temporary autonomous zones. This one is more of like a philosophy than a conspiracy. Uh, basically, when the government is very tyrannical, there should be outlying groups that pop up and allow for the free exchange of ideas, which I think happens that anyway. That literally happens here. It's happened here multiple times the past few years. Basically, underground churches or groups. <clears throat> um, well, it wasn't even a church. It was uh, the autonomous group in Seattle that happened during the uh, BLM pro- protests last year. There's a whole autonomous area that happened for like a year. Well, this is saying in more, Seattle. more of the effect of... It's not in the public view. Oh. Yeah, it should be kept secret. Hmm. Um, Henotheism um, is somebody who believes in many gods but only worships one god. This is not really a conspiracy, more of a belief system. In line with Why them. is that the third tier of conspiracies? That doesn't mean I sense. think it's because the third tier is where we first find most of the things where it's like, I believe in multiple gods. Yeah. Rather than just one. Yeah. Um, this is believing in a pantheon of gods, but only worship one, like the Christian God or the Jewish God or Islamic God. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. I don't believe in that. I think I would... I would subscribe to something closer to that, where, like, I could believe there's, like, a le- I don't believe that there's, like, the Christian God or Islamic God or a Jude- like a Jewish God. I could believe that there is, like, a leader of the gods, but I could believe there's multiple gods, like, I'm the god of, of wine, I'm the god of plants, I'm the god of birth, I'm the god of, you know, these different things that govern the power of that, so... You that God is the energy that you're going for. I don't believe in a higher power to begin with, but that's something more something I could subscribe to if you wanted me to. I will tell you that reading most of these, reading a lot of these, has led me to uh, revert to believing more in Christianity. Oh yeah, it's much safer. Yeah, of an option. Like and let me believe in this, and it'll make me feel good. <laughs> it, I mean, it's. All hugs and feel, hugs and kisses and feelings, mm-hmm. and I like that much more than 
any of this. Yeah. It's like, this is all terror. I hate this. <laughs> Panic. Like, all of these alternate realities where you just always commit suicide. Uh-huh. I don't want any of that. <laughs> no. I don't need this. <laughs> I want the man upstairs who's like, if you're a good boy. You can you do can it. Come on to heaven. <laughs> Sounds good, Dad. Let's do Let's it. slap that uh, sticker on it. Let's go. Um, quantum jumping. So oh this is the same as the Oz Strength factor. Theory. Oh, so that if you if you um, if you focus or meditate hard enough, you can jump between realities. Um, but this one is specifically to jump to another version of yourself in another reality to discover information that is helpful, and then return to yourself in this reality to advance yourself. In certain situations. Do you think that that happens during deja vu? <laughs> it could, but I don't think deja vu is that helpful. Because we don't remember it all the time. Yeah, most of the just, time. you know it's happening. It's not like... Well, because like sometimes... most of the time when I get deja vu, I'm still doing the same thing that I did in my deja vu. I don't switch things up at all. In my deja in the vu... Fact, or besides the fact where I'm like, I'm having deja vu, and I tell everyone... <laughs> That's valid, yeah. But also, like, I'll have an instance where, like, I'll see something, like, during a meeting or something like that where in my dream, I remember it from, like, months before, months prior, that I had this dream that I was in this same meeting and I, like, did something drastic. Like, I stood up and said something or, like, I'm in, uh, like, there were some back when I was still dating people. It was, like, I, like, jumped up and just, like, grabbed this guy's face and kissed him. Like... Uh, see, mine are like, I'm about to experience something bad. How do I avoid it? It's well, not anything some, ever that's positive. Some are bad, but some are positive. Like, I have, like, some situation, and then I wake up, like, after I do it. And so then I have these instances where, I, like, I'm looking at this, like, guy in the face. The one that I just, like, jumped up and grabbed his face and kissed him. Or this person that, Did like... Did you do it in your real life? No! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. These are the, like, am I seeing branches in my reality that I didn't, like, take these steps or say these words in this, like, instant? Did I not make this joke? Did I not do this, like, at this certain situation? And I've created my own branched realities here? Possibility. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Fulcanelli. Yeah. Fulc, you're Nelly. What? Excuse me? Um, a man that may or may not have existed, who was an alchemist in France in the 1500s. Um, the only records that we have of him are recollections from his students uh, about his teachings. Apparently, he was the best alchemist that the world has ever known. Um, he would routinely change 100 grams of iron into gold and things like that. Um, that was just fake gold. Yeah. People, he, I mean, there's no record of him. Yeah. And people theorize that either he was an alien or the devil. Um, but it's so hard to keep track of people in the 1500s. It's hard to keep track of people in the 1900s, too. Yeah. We've seen that in plenty of our own podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, French viper releases. Several different species of vipers have appeared in France over the last 20 to 30 years. People believe that it's a tactic either performed by the French government or secret societies to control the population and keep them out of the woods or to manage the ecosystem and kill off certain animal populations. No, it's just people who are buying venomous animals and not taking care of them and releasing them in the woods instead. Yes. We had that problem in Florida. We have a bunch of boa constrictors all of a sudden in Florida because people bought boas, they got too big, and you 
release them in the fucking marshes, which they can thrive in, and they have. Yeah. Just people being stupid. But a viper, where is a viper from? Africa, South Africa, Sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah, so they're not common. How do they survive in France? I don't know. It doesn't get too cold? Maybe. Maybe not. Snakes are cold blood. They can just hide places. Under know. a rock. Maybe. Let's get warm from the earth. <laughs> I hate this one. Let me just tell you about this one. Oh. I hate this one. Well, cheers to it first. <laughs> You can tell us all about and give us all your feelings. And it can be sad, angry, all the things. Gray goo. Gray goo. So. Is this a brain situation? Worse. Oh. So it's a theory that in the future, or even possibly right now, as we're speaking, that there will be or is a technology that operates on a nano level and is hypothetically designed to make a product or to reproduce itself, um, and that's all it's designed to do. Um, say, like turning organic matter, oops, organic matter into computer <laughs> chips, or something like that. Uh-huh. Or it's something that we put in our bodies that, like, is designed to reproduce, so that it can kill something. But its main product or main code is reproduce. So just, it's reproducing, it's reproducing, um, and then we never give it any control to stop. We never give ourselves any control to stop, because we're just like, do whatever you need to do. And so it goes on and reproduces at such a rate that it commits echophagy and destroys the entire ecosystem, all of nature, and all of humanity. Okay. So it just turns every single thing into itself and then the world is just filled with gray goo just these robots these nano robots robots not not i don't think so but not impossible but that idea because i took a <laughs> you want me to scare you some more the i took a uh, virology genetics class that was about the idea of bacteriophages which was the idea that viruses could be injected in your bloodstream to kill all bacteria. So we could eradicate, like, the measles, and uh, we could eradicate, uh, not measles is a virus, we could eradicate uh, the common cold. Anything that's a bacteria, we could eradicate, because it was a virus that would attack uh, bacteria, specifically. So the idea was out there that this could be created, and this was something that was around in the 90s and early 2000s. It was like, let's create viruses that could destroy these things. But, but if it mutates and kills human cells. Correct. That was the That is the major, major hesitation towards bacteriophages was the idea that it could mutate in some way, shape, or form to then destroy something else. Because it uses human cells to reproduce. Viruses can't reproduce on their own. They have to reproduce using cells not human cells but they have to use animal or plant cells in some sort of way that's how viruses mutate they inject their proteins into your uh your cell your cell then absorbs those proteins and your cell either rejects those proteins via antibodies essentially uh or they accept them into your dna code to reproduce into proteins again and that's what i have about this whole idea about uh, 
re- Republicans saying that they're anti-vax and because it like encodes in your DNA. Every single disease you've ever contracted in your entire life has encoded themselves in your DNA. Regardless, you were sick when you were two years old. It's in your DNA. You were sick when you were six. It's encoding your DNA. So if you're so afraid of this freaking virus, you shouldn't have gotten sick from the second that you were freaking born. Like, from the second that your mom conceived you. Because all of that is in your DNA in some way, shape, or form. And your body has codes to create proteins to prevent that. So the idea of the bacteriophages to put this protein inside of your DNA to then code for antibodies and protection against this bacteria. So then there's the idea, because all bodies create some sort of mishaps, that's how con- how cancer, cancer cancer works, is that cancer is your human cells creating cells that are not human cells, but are human cells. Like, it's a weird paradox, but that's how cancer works. Uh, and so without being able to heal itself and fix itself... That is where cancer comes from. So bacteriophage was a major, like, taboo topic that was like, okay, we put this DNA inside of our DNA to create viruses that kill bacteria. Is this going to mutate over time and create something that we can't control? Probably. So that's i, I, I mean, don't i don't the, think it's, it's too far thing. off yeah, exactly so i i don't think it's going to be a nanobacteria or a nano like computer thing i think it could be a real thing that humans could create i think it could be either it could be either yeah you're absolutely right but i think it's something that, that is like and i don't want to because i'm a person of science so i don't want to scare anyone off the idea that bacteriophages could help these things because viruses in your body do die off over time so these bacteriophages are not going to like like last in your body forever but it is not something that that could be doubted with that it could not mutate in the future so yeah i don't like that one (laughs) i don't so i just wanted to scare you a little bit more that that's something that's a technology that already exists on a more organic level. On a more organic level, correct. Not a nanotechnology situation. But even still, it could kill everyone. Kill yes. everyone as of right now? No. I don't I don't think that could be a I mean, situation. within the next 20 to 30 years, if it's implemented right now, it could. A bacteriophage? Uh-huh. I don't think so, no. It could. It didn't mutate that fast. Unless it was like the AIDS virus, the AIDS AIDS virus and uh, like retroviruses similar to AIDS, those mutate very rapidly. Coronavirus, we're on Omicron now. I mean, that's like the flu. That doesn't. It could do it as fast as those. There's no way to know. The AIDS virus mutates faster than the flu and uh, COVID. The AIDS, the reason why we don't have any... So who's to say, how do you know how fast a bacteriophage would mutate? It, that's you a valid no question. That's why we study it. <laughs> that's why we study it and find out. Mach's principle. <laughs> okay. It uh, has to do with centrifugal force and centripetal force. Um, I didn't necessarily understand this one very well. So this anecdote, anecdote is supposed to explain it. You are standing in a field looking at stars. Your arms are resting freely by your side. You see that the distant stars are not moving. Now start spinning. The stars start spinning? You start spinning. Oh. The stars are whirling around you, and your arms are pulled away from your body. 
Why should your arms not be pulled? Why should your arms be pulled away from your body while the stars are whirling? Why should they not be dangling freely when the stars don't move? Because we're not the, the center of the universe. But you're making that energy yourself. That's what... If you're making that energy yourself, everything should be revolving around you. Yeah. And why is it not? I don't, I don't necessarily understand it very well. But you doing that should do the same thing as the star should be moving away from you. In all normal physics things should be moving away from you so the stars should be also spinning and moving slightly if the earth was spinning around really rapidly then your arms would go out they do go out that's what i'm saying so if it was just the earth that was the center of the universe you were the center of the universe you'd be spinning and your arms would go out but if the and that's why the stars are all spinning around. But they're not moving outward. Nothing should move outward. They're just spinning around. But if you're thinking about centrifugal force, your arms move outward. Why don't the stars go too? And then if you're thinking about it the other way around, why can't your arms stay straight and the stars stay in the same place but don't move? I mean, that's what the stars are doing. They're not moving outward. They're staying in the same place. So Nothing should move outward. Your arms do. No, your arms would, but the stars would not. So, like, think about, like, the a festival thing where, like, you remember the things where, like, you laid up against the, the platforms and they span you around and it, like, lifted up. If you were right in the middle of that, your arms would go out, but you would just, you would, your physical body would be spinning and your arms would go out. Yeah. So why are the stars not moving outward? They're not moving. They wouldn't move outward. They would just keep spinning around. Everything around you is moving outward. Why don't the stars go too? It doesn't make much sense to me, but that's what it's trying to ask. Oh, no, that doesn't make sense. I didn't really know what to do with that. It's just on the list. <laughs> Pokaini is a forest in Latvia that is known for its huge rock formations that seem to move about the forest on their own. The site has always been noted with having a strong mystic and physical physic vibe to it, um, as well as being a good power spot for good vibrations. Oh, good vibes only. Mm -hmm. um, it has been a site for traditional pagan rituals. But um, anyways, these massive stones, they seem to just change shape rock by rock. And they move around the forest. They're like boulder-sized, probably like 60-pound rocks. So people are not just like, whoop. I just move this. And they just move around the forest. And they're yeah. not. You, you wouldn't notice it going there every day. Or you would notice it slightly going every day. But it would be more um, like, wow, things are different if you like came once a year. Mm -hmm. Like, took a picture, came back the next year, things totally Boulders. different. And the whole pile is yeah. over there. Hmm. And nobody has explanations for it. Um, deep ecology fascism is more of an ideology than a theory, stating that we need to elevate the status of plants and the ecosystem uh, to that of people so that any crime against nature is equal to a crime against humans. 
Stepping on grass, battery. Cutting down a tree, murder. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a theory. Because so many organisms in this world grow so much faster than our own lives. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I think that we do need to have some sort of, like, stop chopping down the rainforest. Correct. But not, like, you chop down a tree? Get ready to die, bitch. Yeah, but a pine tree can grow in, like, seven to ten years that's viable for creating, like, paper products and stuff like that. Like, pine tree forests are popular to grow for our own sustenance, essentially. So, I mean, it's better than waiting our entire lifetimes of 70, 80, 90 years of an oak tree to get all the shit out of it. So, I mean, we found some wood sustainable products. Also, bamboo can grow 70 feet tall in three years. So, we've got products that can figure that out. That's, a not, that's nonsense. It's a thought. It's also probably a vegan thought. There's a lot of vegans out there who just, like, do a lot of nonsense shit. a lot of shit i've i gotten i've gotten canceled by vegan twitter before i'm canceling you right now yeah fine go for it but it was just like because i got on someone's twitter because they were saying that the uh the the best way that you as a single person could stop uh fossil fuels was to stop eating meat and i was like you know what the best way to stop fossil fuels would be is to stop oil companies from just like mining shit tons of oil. That would, would say, be great, I mean, right? A, that yes, but on a personal level, stop driving places would be the best. Period. I could do. <laughs> exactly. It's the They're best like, I could do. Yeah, but is it, that, I provided a mi multitude of different options that you could do instead of not eating meat. And they were like, yeah, but the meat industry just causes so much pollution with the cows and the, the chickens and the driving places to get that meat places. And I was like, do you realize the enemy is not us? Us. The enemy is corporations. corporations. So you attacking me personally for eating meat is not the uh, strength, uh, like the flex that you think it is. It, it, I got attacked by like 80 vegans on a post and I was like I I just don't care. I I don't like I'm proud of you for not eating meat. Good for you, but like you are not making the change that you think you're making by not eating meat. Well, anybody who places a lot of value in saying that I have a higher moral I, I'm on a higher, a higher moral compass, exactly. Than you, because I don't do this. Uh -huh. We'll always fight you into the end. As like the people who are like, oh, I don't use plastic straws. Like I'm, I'm proud of you. I try not to use plastic when I can. That's my contribution. But also, my individual contribution is not going to change gestures Everything. wildly. Like, uh, like. The ones that you should be attacking are all the corporations. We need to focus on the corporation. Why are we attacking each other? This minor little thing of, like, are you recycling or not is not enough to care. Like, if you care a little bit, like, oh, I put this in the recycle bin. Great. I'm proud of you. That one straw or one plastic piece is not going to change the entire centerfold of all this shit. I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Um, Death Worms. Death Worms. Basically, the movie Tremors. Have you ever seen? 
the giant worms underneath that cause earthquakes yeah. yeah and giant worms underneath the earth um it's a mongolian legend yes so that in the gobi desert yeah the there's this massive no i talked about it we talked about this as a as a like a sideshow thing like we did yeah. five things it, in one episode yeah that was me yeah yeah um, basically a huge worm that lives in the Gobi Desert uh-huh. that swallows people whole if they, they get around. Yeah. If they're missing. Like, it's too much. Eat. Yeah. The worm ate him. The worm did it. Yeah. Basically that. That was the same one that did the, the worm in the caves in South Africa that, that they just ate people. I was like, <sighs> I love like, a good what? eating worm. I love a good eating worm. Um, Gaydar. Gaydar is on the list. As our number three conspiracy theory. Honey, you don't need Gaynar for us anymore. We'll tell you. I will <laughs> we tell already anyone. know. Also, the if number... If you have to ask, you already know. The number of people that I had uh, crushes in college on that are now gay is also quite large. I will not lie. The graph is up and up. It's, it's like uh, trending positive. <laughs> I mean... I have never subscribed to the the notion of having a gaydar. True. Me. I'm, I, I, like, I'm always like, oh, I'm so bad at this. Apparently, I'm good at it. I don't... I've never been like, I, I if I see a gay person, I know it. Uh, I'm like, I, if I have to figure it out, it's not worth my time. Uh-huh. I don't want to try to figure it out. Especially, this is 2020. If One. You're not gay, Almost 2022. If, if you're worried about ge- being gay... You're not gay enough for me. Sorry for uh-huh. you, baby. If you are not worried about being gay or queer or bisexual or transsexual or whatever, it sucks to suck, th- baby. If you are not going to subscribe to queer culture, then you are living a sad life. A if you, sad life. Sad life. I cannot imagine the number of my friends who have been like, I think I'm a little bit bisexual. I'm like, I love you. Thank you for telling me. Like, uh, are you ninety percent straight and you got ten percent bisexuality? Thank you, Kinsey, you, for telling us. That's you okay. You better have your 10% of se- homosexuality. I applaud you, Mama. Uh-huh. If you're gay and you're like, I can't imagine coming out. I can't. What will people say? Oh, fuck all the way off. Also, you also don't have to come out. Even if you feel those like bisexual or queer feelings, you can feel that. That's what, so, uh, And live you, in the closet. I don't recommend it. Not even live in the closet. It's just like you feel those feelings, recognize those feelings, move on. Like if you only want to be sexually with a man, but you have entertained the idea of like, oh, that woman's hot. I like, I'd like to see that woman naked. Good for you. Love tell, it. Tell tell they're it. they're cute that they look great. Do that. That's your entertainment of queer identity. Like if it is a struggle, person. I mean, yes, we have all as gay people been through a struggle of why why is why is this the way it is? Uh-huh. It's it's not ideal. It is not the way that you would want it to be growing up in a heteronormative environment. <clears throat> but if you can't accept it about yourself at at some point i i don't know what to do with that yeah i don't know i i couldn't sit there and be like oh, come on you yeah. gotta figure it out you gotta, that's what i, mean, I you even know, love, love I, my... mean, I will do it to a point but once to, to a point of that you will not figure it out on your own uh-huh. i i can't help you uh-huh that's why i love my friends that recognize they're like 
uh well i can like i'll see like a woman or like like if they're a girl and like oh i recognize a woman like i'd recognize when like she looks hot she looks sexy like i'm attracted to her blah blah i'm like so you're a little bit queer like great good for it that's fine so i always like point out like you're a little bit queer that's fine like and they're like, oh, I guess I am. Like, I've never had a person that's like, no, like, no. And I'm like, Kinsey scale. Come on. Like, yeah. there's there's no way that, like, there, there's – Kinsey literally said there is no population out there's, there. It's or not a, binary. Bi- it is. Cur- a fluid thing. And he's yeah. like, there's no population that is 100% heterosexual and 100% uh, homosexual. Like, there is no in- – no in between there's no hardcore outliers like uh, like everyone is well, some there way could be shape. hardcore outliers there could uh, be they're just like they're not a um common correct they are a anomaly correct so there's some way that you've been attracted to a man there's some way you've been attracted to a woman there's some way you've been attracted to a uh you think selma hayek is hot i think selma hayek is hot i would love to see her naked like I am not kidding about that. That that is a would be like, the first thing you do with Selma Hayek naked. Sexually, I don't know. I <laughs> this is my first time in this. This is experience. my first time. I would let her leave. I don't know. Uh, please teach me, Selma Hayek. What would I do? Uh, I think Selma Hayek is hot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I I I probably focus on the top first because I'm not a like a. Uh, a pussy, a, pussy a man. A pussy man. Uh, Neither, I'm not a pussy man. I am a tits man, though. So uh, I would say if I'm a pussy or a tits man or an ass man, I would probably be an ass man. I think I'm I an don't ass. No, I'm a fifty-fifty. If, if you give me the option, pussy versus ass, I'd say ass. Pussy versus ass. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. It's. <laughs> There's so many things I don't know what's happening. Because, I mean, I guess if there's, like, a female... No, this is too much. (laughs) If there's a female that's, like... This is our sex-positive podcast. Our sex-positive podcast. If there's a female that's, like, face... Like, face down, ass up, how do you know it's, like... Like, it's... They're covered. How do you know it's a male or a female? Mm. And if the female let their legs... Leg hair grow out. What, no, in my simulation, it's just just ass. Oh, okay. Blankets so it's all covered just just on the ass okay, okay. up. And see, I'm a legs person, so like seeing hairy legs and like grabbing them while I'm topping is just like. But I feel like a female butt is more round at the bottom. That's not true. I have had my share of. Butt. No, 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 no. Round at the bottom and more narrow on top. Okay. And men's asses. Are more men's asses. Are <laughs> men's more, asses. More uniform. Okay. Okay. All the way down and okay. up. There's there's not like a, a narrowing upward because women have hips. I I mean I've never stared at a woman's ass uh naked, just straight on, that I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Let me compare this to the men's asses that I've seen. Um I also don't watch any porn with women in it at all so i got nothing <laughs> so I any start yeah i probably should uh, if we're trying to do uh our sexual positive podcast uh i got i got nothing going I'll find a new host yeah <laughs> you need a kennedy as if i know that much more <laughs> as if you have like, any friends women <gasps> <laughs> 
listen here, you lizard bitch. I'm just saying. Don't you fucking come for me. I'm just saying. I'm moving on. Okay. <laughs> uh, the KKK is funded by the government. I don't there, disbelieve not really that an actually. Explanation to that. That's just like what it is. Yeah. I th- I don't think I don't disbelieve that. That's it's not by the government. It's by uh uh. I think it's parties associated with. Yes, yeah, parties. But I don't think it's like literally the government's like, all right, cut the check. Correct. Forty four hundred thousand dollars to the yes, KKK of North Carolina. Like uh like um government uh, government um parallel uh, organizations organizations. Like, I'm giving this to this uh, representative, senator, blah, 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 but also to the KKK, and we're both together, you know? Yeah. I think that, I think that, I wouldn't say that it is funded by the government. I think it's funded by the government by proxy. Correct. Because also, the government fundings are all uh, public records. You can go find all the things the government actually pays for. This... This theory would say, oh, they don't yes. post everything. Correct. Um, the Titanic didn't sink. I've heard that one. This one I think is actually quite plausible. Um, so at the time of the Titanic, there was a, the White ship. Star Line had another ship called the Olympia that was slightly smaller than the Titanic, but not like significantly, mm. like maybe. 10, 50, 100 feet. But it had different mass, yeah. It had the same amount of, of smokestacks, uh-huh. um, but apart from that, it was almost identical, but the, for the fact that it was slightly smaller. And if you're thinking in the in the um, the ballpark of, like, 2,000 feet, would uh-huh. someone really notice the difference between 1,250 feet or 1,275 uh, feet no. or 1,300 feet? No. Um, prior to the launch of the Titanic, the Olympia suffered an accident and it left it seriously disrepaired, um, and it would have taken a lot of money to refix it. The theory goes that the Titanic and the Olympia were switched and for the premier voyage and the Olympia was sunk to recover the insurance payouts for the damaged ship. I saw that. I looked this up as a, a potential topic and I was like, this is not enough. It's, yeah, it's something to talk about, but I don't think it's a full topic. Yeah. Because it sounds very plausible. It, very plausible. There's pictures, too. They have pictures. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is actually kind of true. Yeah, like the pictures of the Titanic leaving the port looks suspiciously familiar to the Olympia leaving yes. the port. And, but um, also, the uh, uh, 1800s was, was ripe with... Uh, ships that they they crashed something like that on maiden voyages without announcing that they were doing maiden voyages and they crashed them the next uh maiden voyage so they get the insurance money off of it so they could like rebuild the ship again and a lot of people that were on the titanic said that some of the crew referred to the ship as the olympia Olympia. on accident accident um, that one, the the Smithsonian suppression, um, recently discovered pseudo event that happened in the 1900s. There were a bunch of artifacts and bones that were supposedly destroyed at this Smithsonian that were giant human bones, suggesting the existence of giants, or disproved the theory of evolution somehow. 
um, Snopes.com led to the original article that is discussed, and um, it, it's left to the reader to figure out what, if this is real, what is satirical and what is not. Snopes says it is purely satirical um, because they use terms like the Association um, for the American Institution of Alternative Archaeology, which does not exist. Um, and, I mean, they say that it happened. There is that one account, and then there are some others that are not by major news sources that somebody was like, in the Smithsonian in the 1900s, was like, yeah, this doesn't line up with what we believe right now for um, evolution, so we're going to destroy it. Um, but I don't think it happened. But who knows, Snopes.com could be, like, leading me in the wrong direction. I don't... I don't believe that it happened. I don't disbelieve that something like that happened because it's one of those things that, like, uh, as soon as the other generation dies, we don't have anyone to tell us otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I strongly believe that somebody who is like, all my research is based upon this one theory, and I've discovered one thing that disproves my life's work. I could just get rid of it. Exactly. And then no one would never know. Yeah. I mean, uh, even as a scientist for uh, me, I have done tests for, I had done tests for my PI that were too positive for what she was looking for. And so that was like, a, we're not going to report that. That was just thrown away. Like that wasn't recorded anywhere. That was not put down. Uh, like I wrote down what I had tested somewhere in a, a database, but it was not writ written in my lab journal or recorded. So like there are plenty of instances in science where things are like not enough or too much where it's like we do have some instances where it just didn't fit our science that we were looking for. So could have created a different science instead. period says and that's tier three. Oh boy i think the alternative science theory is probably the most uh believable of those things where it's every generation has their own idea of history and science uh because i mean we've gotten to the uh what 40 years after the AIDS crisis and we already have a representative in congress that's trying to say that if gay people and uh, uh like drug users were pariahs like they were in the 80s or that like pariahs like the unvaccinated people now uh with if they were like that in the 80s then we would have a problem and it was like they literally were mm -hmm. so this is 40 years out of the fact and you lived through this you're a 60 year old man so you lived this as a young person and knew that this existed. So you claiming on air that this did not exist is showing that you are already trying to forget history. So trying to rewrite it, in rewrite a way that it makes more sense for you. Exactly. So trying to forget this and trying to rewrite history, 
uh, goes back to what you were saying is like it could be possible. And on top of that, we have nowadays we are preserving history in museums and all this like other stuff. But back when somebody puts it on the internet, it's there forever. Correct. The 1900s, you wrote a book, burn gone. It. Is but if you burned it, it's gone. If you found a discovery, bur- destroyed it, it's gone. This that I'm agreeing with that aspect that these things that could have existed prior, like even the idea of like dragon bones or like mythical creatures that happened in uh, what was it, Ulva or what, what was the name of the the uh, Thune. D- who Thune Thune. Uh, so if it exists, Thule. Thule. Thule Thule. If it existed in Thule. And they decided that that didn't exist during evolution. At some point in the 1700s, 1800s, when uh, I mean, people were discovering things across the globe, uh, they could have destroyed all evidence of that stuff and said, "Sorry, sorry about it. Didn't exist. Didn't exist. You're crazy. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, conservation didn't really come about to the 60s. So we have animals and creatures and things that we disco- we might have discovered at some point that just don't exist anymore and they're gone forever so yep yep so i'm just going to do a quick topic <laughs> about the route 40 killer so we start with the first victim, Shirley Ellis. The first victim was 23-year-old Shirley Anna Ellis, who was a nurse. On November 29th of 1987, she left the Wilmington Hospital around 6 p.m., where she was aiding an AIDS patient, catching a lift on her way home from Route 40. Her body was suddenly later found on a roadside by two boys. Uh, she was partially nude. Uh, her legs were spread out, her hands and feet tied with adhesive tape. Uh, there was no signs of sexual assault, but she had been seriously abused. Her killer tying a string around her neck and hitting her with a hammer before she died. Next victim, Catherine DeMario. Uh, she was our second, vi- second victim who was 31 years old of d- divorced sex worker. Uh, and on June 28th of 1988, about seven months after the first murder, around 11.30 p.m., she was seen walking down Route 40, but it was unclear if she was prostituting herself. So we don't know if she was actively looking for sex work at the time. Uh, but at 6.25 a.m., construction workers found her naked body at a construction site. There was no signs of sexual assault, but like Ellis, she was killed by hammer blows and strangulation, but unlike her first murder, DeMario's body was uncovered in blue fiber, was covered in blue fibers. Special police forces, along with the FBI's profiling unit, concluded that a serial killer was operating in close proximity to Route 40. So they were on it. They were like, we got two dead bodies within, uh, what, a couple months of each other? No, seven months of each other. And they were like, people, people be dying. So that, but that's impressive. In the 90s that they were like, two people died, something's going on here, serial killer. Let's focus on this. Um, that's impressive compared to what we've seen even now. I mean, people disappeared in Canada in, in 2018 and it was because that was that, that guy that was killing people and putting them in the pots. The gays. Yeah, the gays. And people still were like, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, so... The fact that this happened in the 90s, and they were like, oh, yeah, let's figure this out. 
Uh, police and federal agents disguised as sex workers in an attempt to gather information with a task force of over 60 people being formed solely to capture the killer, but to no avail. So, Margaret Lynn Finner, uh, on August 22nd of... <laughs> 8, 1988, uh, 27-year-old sex worker Margaret Lynn Finner disappeared. A number of witnesses had seen her enter a blue Ford driven by a white male near Route 13. About three months later, her body was found in, by a hunter near the Chesapeake, Delaware Canal. Her body was so badly decomposed that the exact cause of death could not be determined, although there were signs of torture that were visible on her remains. She was identified using dental records. So, initial suspicions arose on September 14th of 1988, uh, which is about a month after they discovered Margaret, uh, because Renee Thatcher, no, Thatcher, Thatchner, a dis- un- uncovered police officer posing as a sex undercover. worker. Undercover. Un- un- yeah, undercover, sorry. She's uncovered because she's uncovered. naked. She's, she's a sex she worker. She literally pulled her shirt off and said, come to me. Yes, undercover police officer posing as a sex worker roamed uh, Route 40 in an attempt to capture the killer. After passing, uh, after several passing vehicles, she spotted a blue Ford several times, seven times, in 20 minutes. So they were trolling. Uh, she went to a more isolated area, and the vehicle stopped next to her. The driver was a white man, uh, which Thatcher noticed the flooring of his van had a blue carpet. The man appeared nervous, hardly looking into her eyes, but still attempted to convince her to enter the car. She refused, claiming that she was tired, but managed to somehow tear a fiber from the blue carpet and write down the license plate number blue carpet in a car in a van it was a van Hmm. so i'm thinking like one of those like big like box of vans essentially a white van for children with candy yeah yeah exactly you open the side door like bigger than what we drove for work like one of those like big box vans that's what i'm assuming Mm -hmm. uh they called it a panel van later so maybe one of the i mean i guess because there's wood paneling on the inside yeah it's, it's like ancient it's just like you have to fold back the wood as you like pull the door yeah it's mm. a pain such a pain i hated those days i know back in like the 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 wheelie cart days that you like well that's the, my alternate reality the rickshaw oh i love those oh, the rickshaw days oh mm-hmm. can you imagine like getting a rickshaw and just like picking something up and just like rolling with it oh no i would never be that I would be the one in the rickshaw. You would be the rickshaw. I'd be the wheel that's broken. (laughs) 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 Anyways, tie his hands to his feet again. Uh huh. Uh, So she refused, claiming she was tired, but managed to tear some fiber from the blue carpet and write down the license plate. Said that already. Um, upon examination of several license plates, it emerged that the vehicle belonged to Stephen Brian Pinnell, a 31-year-old electrician married of, uh, married and a father of two with no criminal record. So then it continued. 
Uh, Michelle Gordon, two days later, 22-year-old Michelle Gordon, a local sex worker known for frequenting Route 40, disappeared. Witnesses saw her enter a blue Ford, identified as a panel car. On September 20th, her body was found in the rocks of the Chesapeake-Delaware Canal. In the autopsy, it was discovered that she had been drugged with cocaine, uh, which had caused her heart to stop before the torture had begun. So he overdosed her. Then we have Kathleen Mayer. On September 23rd, 26-year-old Kathleen Ann Mayer of Brookmont Farms disappeared. A police officer saw her get into a blue Ford on Route 40 at 9.30 p.m. He was able to write down the license plate number, which turned out to be Pinnell's car. Mm. Her body was never found. Uh, after the undercover police officer and a police search warrant. No. after What did I say? After the undercover police officer, a police search warrant of the uh, panel vehicle was approved, while at the same time searching for other offenses for which they could arrest Pinnell, which they found none. He had no criminal records. They were like, okay, we can't arrest him for anything else. We have to literally find something in this fucking van. Uh, while searching the vehicle, they they found prints matching the blood and hair of the victims, as well as the same adhesive tape used in the DeMario killing, which they were in the van. A torture kit was also found, which included pliers, whips, handcuffs, needles, knives, and restraints. Pinnell was immediately arrested on November 29th of 1988, a year after he murdered the first victim and was charged with killing three. We had Ellis, DeMario, and Gordon. He decided to invoke his right to remain silent. He didn't say anything the entire time that he was being interviewed, everything across the board. At the start of the trial, a panel of defense attorneys claimed the initial fiber taken by the officer uh, that was posing as a sex worker uh, illegally obtained the fiber from his car. Uh, so the judge at the time, Gabeline, Gab- uh, dismissed these allegations saying that G-A-B-E-L-I-N-I. Uh, G-E-B-E-L-E-I-N. Oh. Gabeline. 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 Uh, dismissed these allegations, saying the carpet was visible to Tashner's eyes as soon as she opened the vehicle, so evidence from these fibers was legal. So when she got invited into the van and she opened it up and saw there was blue fibers, he said that she was able to take when she wanted to. Um... Once the fibers were examined, it was shown they had DNA residuals belonging to the victims. It was the first trial in the United States ever that used DNA evidence as absolute legal evidence. Look at that as a precedent. Uh, 1988. Hmm. Good for her. Good for 1988. Good for 1988. Thank you for using DNA for once. Uh, So Gabaline had a had set a legal precedence and had to listen to the opinions of experts and scientists who helped to verify the DNA evidence. So he was really, or them. Yeah. Richard. So they, they were very, uh, reliant on scientists in this situation. Uh, however, the strongest evidence actually came from Pinnell's testimony of his own lawyer. Uh, who decided to stop representing him because of the things that he heard. So this is one of the things that I was like, if I was a lawyer, how bad... How bad does it have to be? How like, bad... I'm not going to represent correct. him anymore. 
the rep not represent them and then to then uh, be a witness against them. This is what happened. So he testified that Stephen. Ooh, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Well, it happened here because uh, the, the well the client uh, attorney privilege states that anything you tell your attorney, they can't be uh, persuaded to say against you. So when did that come about? Because this is 1988, and he definitely did that. Mm, I'm not sure. He testified that Stephen had told him how he picked up Demario, paid her for sex, and then killed her. He added that his former client showed no remorse for his actions and spoke without emotion. The testimony caused a great deal of shock amongst the jury. And then uh, court psychiatrist ruled that Pinnell's sanity was questionable, but that he was still charged with, but yet he was still charged with three homicides. The jury deliberated for eight days, setting a record for the longest hearing in Delaware legal history. So on November 23rd, Uh, 1989, the jury reached a decision and convicted Pinnell of murdering DeMario and Ellis, but acquitted him of Gordon's murder because of lack of evidence. The jury decided not to recommend the death penalty, but two life sentences instead. Shortly after the decision, a bouquet of flowers was sent to the prosecutor's office with a note reading, You made us feel human again from the women of Route 40. (coughs) So, a bunch of sex workers got together and gave the prosecution support saying thank you for making us feel safe again which i think is adorable uh pinnell's lawyer appealed the uh, new lawyer i guess appealed the court's decision on the ground did you say 1988 1989 this says that it existed as of 1980 oh so this person should have gone to jail for a prospective client that's when it's not already their attorney. So, if he's already his attorney, he can't, can or cannot? If they were their attorney before the crime happened, then they could not after 1980. But if they were hired after 1980, then they could, from what this says. They could represent against them? Yes. Hmm. Huh. Well, the lawyer got him, so <laughs> the lawyer's like, he told me too much. I don't I don't want to deal with this. Uh yeah. So his lawyers appealed his new lawyers uh, lawyer appealed the court's decision on the grounds that the fiber was obtained illegally. The court dismissed it <laughs> and based the new evidence introduced in the case, convicted uh which convicted Pinnell of murdering Gordon Mayer. At this point, Pinnell dismissed his lawyer and asked to represent himself, which is always great. You're a serial killer. You're Let's represent yourself instead. Never. The court approved it. Because why not? Um, in a surprising move, he announced that he wished to receive the death penalty. Uh, he said, yep, re- representing myself, I want to die. He argued that the entire Constitution began with a verse from the Hebrew Bible, and as soon as the court found two witnesses who could testify to his guilt, he deserved the death penalty under Bible's law. He cited two passages from the Bible to explain his position. So, in October 31st of 1991, the court sentenced Pinnell to death. Under the Delaware State Constitution, 
every death penalty judgment requires a further hearing from the Supreme Court, and on February 11th of 1992, Pinnell appeared before them, demanding that he be sentenced to death. He was the only defendant in Delaware's legal history to represent himself before the Supreme Court, uh, and the only man convicted to willingly seek the death penalty. However, before the Supreme Court, he pled not guilty to the murders after saying, I want the death penalty. Yeah. And spoke of the murderer who murdered these people in third person, saying that the killer was enjoying the process of murder, but not the murder itself. <sighs> yeah. So the Delaware State Attorney General objected to the, to the death penalty, but the judges sentenced Pinnell to death anyways. His execution was scheduled on March 14th of 1992. Two people appealed Pinnell's execution, but both were unanimously dismissed by the court. His wife, Vera Catherine Pinnell, appealed the Supreme Court's decision. Can you imagine just being a normal person out there and being like, Supreme Court, you're wrong. Supreme Court of the United States of America. Is it of the United States or of Delaware? No, this is the Supreme Court of the United States. Delaware itself has to give it to the Supreme Court. Wow. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of energy. That's a lot. Anyways, uh, she appealed. Uh, she received help from the local branch of the American Citizens Association and a law professor who was one of the directors. He argued in his appeal that Pinnell was insane and he could not fully understand the gravity of his actions, so the trial could re could be reopened, uh, with Pinnell being barred from representing himself. The Supreme Court was like, nah, no. Mm -mm. We already said, we're done. You're wasting our time with exactly. this. Exactly. It's like, we're wearing these giant <laughs> judges' robes and these giant barrister wigs, so like... They don't wear, they didn't wear barrister wigs. I know. It makes me sad. I want them to wear barrister wigs some more. You should get one. I kind of want one. And wear it around. I don't want to walk around in like a giant robe and a barrister wig and people are like, are you? Are you? Are you one of the ministers? No. That was no, a bad accent. That was again. That's a terrible one. I, I keep trying. I'll keep trying. It's, oh I'll, I'll work God. at it. Um, speaking of accents, uh, you didn't want to break. Great British Bake Off, do you? Um, yeah, they are there and they bake stuff and it's in England. So do you know who in the who was in the finals? Very Berry. And no. um Mary Berry is no longer a hey, judge. Hold on. Very Berry. Not Mary Berry. Very Berry. And um Rory. His Paul. And uh no. Westland. No. I was close. No, none of those things are close. Rory very, West. very is close to Mary Berry. And I'm, I knew that one, but I thought... I but didn't. also, she hasn't been there in like four seasons, so... <gasps> four seasons. It's a hotel. Four seasons, Mary Berry. <laughs> Let's make it. Anyways, so prior to his execution, numerous reporters tried to ask him for exclusive interviews hoping to reveal the location of the last body that went missing. Uh, he turned down every request. Uh, it clo came close to his execution date, so he agreed to be interviewed by one newspaper with his lawyer present. It's Dur hello. It was actually the son. 
Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, don't, I actually don't know. Uh, during this interview, uh, Pinnell revealed no new information. It was all information that was available to the public. I love that. Nor where he had left the body. Come to get the real scoop. Yeah. My last day on Earth. Exactly. Could you imagine? I didn't the, do it. Could you imagine the reporter that you think you're going to get like the major ass scoop? It's like, I've got it. Bob I've got Bob it. I'm going to find out where this last body is. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I killed people. Yeah, I did what I did. All like, right. I want Savannah Guthrie, uh, Hoda, uh, Meredith Vera. No, I need, like, Barbara. She's dead. Yeah, I don't care. Is she? Bring her back. No, I think she's alive. Anyways. Meredith Vieira, uh-huh. uh, the entire cast of the Today Show. Uh, Today Show? Honestly, you get the entire cast. And bring back the one that sexually assaulted people, too. It, just for one. One I, episode, yeah. You just just one episode. Uh, Matt Lauer. There he goes. Lauer. Uh, Matt Lauer. Uh, I don't like that he did that, but bring it back for one episode just because I feel like he could ask some really grueling questions. He could ask him, like, literally, he's a loose cannon. Now, he's already been accused of sexual assault. I would tell them, ask whatever you want. Uh Uh-huh. Just go for it. You already, you already, people hate you. So, it's like, go for it. Like, do whatever. So, what really happened? And I'd be like, exactly as I said, everything that happened. You bring the, the gay one, too. What's his name? The one, the white hair? Anderson. Anderson Cooper. Bring him too. He he yells at people. Yes. It's a perfect scenario. I feel like just having a full panel, like we do for like the elections where there's like, you know, eight people on all sides. Uh, just bring them. Just like, let's question the serial killer. Let's, let's see what happens. I agree. I think that, that would be a good interview. Just round table. And then he dies in the chair. No, there's no extra chair anymore. Well, they have the injections. Mm. Anyways, so. <laughs> what? Uh, so <laughs> he turned down every. Oh, no, I said that already. <laughs> so on March 14th of 1992, which was just before I was born, only like three months. Uh, so you're almost 30. Pennell was executed Welcome by... Welcome to my life <laughs> last summer, bitch. Was executed by lethal injection, becoming the first person executed in Delaware in 46 years. So, since the 40s. Four, yeah. 42. Uh, and the 165th person to be executed in the United States since the death penalty was reinstated in 1976. So, he died. Yikes. Yikes. Well, not yikes. Mm, Wops. 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 More of a wop situation than a yikes situation. Um, Yeah, he was not a great person. I didn't find much information about, like, his wife's reaction or, like, his family. Because like, he was apparently just, like, a normal, no, quote-unquote, normal person of society, which is not abnormal for what we've seen uh, in the past 132 weeks. Uh, but he was just, like, apparently just married to this woman, had two kids, just normal life, and he just, like, went off and killed people. Killed would it, prostitutes. Would happen more often than you would think. 
more often than you would think. Yeah, I that's um I don't I have no trust for people. I have no trust for things. And like this podcast has even made me more uh like made me realize more about the idea of me like as a salesperson like you could die. Me, I could die or people think I could kill them. I believe that. Like that I always make sure like I tell people nowadays, like, I, like, I, like, my boss knows I'm here, like, everyone knows, like, people know that I'm here. So, like, I am not a person that could just, like, not be tracked situation, and, like, we have all your information, like, this is all a thing that, like, if you hurt me or I hurt you, all these things can be tracked back within a matter of hours. So, like... (laughs) Unless right now it's like, we, we is Greece. <laughs> He's late again. Oh. Greece didn't show up to his last appointment. He just and didn't call point... the police for a week. Exactly. Oh, Greece. He's just calling my phone. Greece, why you no answer your phone? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's a very valid point. Wrap it up. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> well. <laughs> Two hours and 30 minutes. Here? Oh, well, whose fault is that? Um, well, oh. Well, yours mostly, but... Well, we'd like to thank a sister podcast. You want to thank a sister podcast for us? That's our Let's Talk About Gay Stuff (laughs) podcast. Our Let's Talk About Gay Stuff podcast is only called Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. And Let's Talk About Gay Stuff reminds you about the most important uh, aspects of our culture. Our history. Queer history. Queer history. So stay tuned to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff.com, Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter, and Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook and Instagram. You could also send them an email at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com. What about us? <clears throat> well, this is our spoopy podcast. <gasps> I know. And everything's spoopy <gasps> all the time. <gasps> so our spoopy podcast is what you've just listened to. So it's more of that. <laughs> more of us talking about things. And that's our spoopy podcast at our spoopy podcast.com. Our spoopy on our spoopy podcast on Instagram. Our spoopy on Twitter. Facebook, and our spoop on, on Facebook. <laughs> you can send us an email at our spoopy podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, Find out more about Economy Works at EconomyWorks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-R-K-S.com. Economy Works. That's okay. That's no. good. Um, should we tell them to get, get spooky with it?